Blog Talk Radio. You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something right? Yes, you, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance, there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so, with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. And those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never, it never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally. You weren't just accidentally made. 
nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you. You know, uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility uh, to be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about, how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from making my powers because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yes. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah. yeah, you can learn from feedback. From others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because um, I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention and then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as, you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying, uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best, you say, thank you, for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force, you see. You're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it, and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you. Here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're, you're, you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group. And you start to do your math, and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. You yeah. do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, yeah. it goes with scale. And then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. 
energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease Yeah, there's everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down, critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you change it around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens? When you start to say that, your mood is lifted. Tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body. starts to amplify your immune system. Your thinking becomes more clearer. You start to see life differently. Opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before. Possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed. And what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it, but what's really happening is you're radiating it. And what you're radiating is becoming visible. Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on the new Evolution Radio Network. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. President Donald Trump has lured Democrats and the deep state into a trap that will enable a radical downsizing of the federal bureaucracy. In only five more days of the already longest government shutdown in history, 25 days and counting as of today, the heretofore obscure threshold will be reached, enabling permanent layoffs of bureaucrats furloughed 30 days or more. Don't believe that federal bureaucrats can be laid off? Well, in bureaucraties, a layoff is called an RIF, a reduction in force, and, of course, it comes with a slew of civil service protections. But, if the guidelines are followed, bureaucrats can be laid off, as in no more job. A reduction in force is a systematic elimination of positions. For all practical purposes, a government reduction in force is the same thing as a layoff. Many procedures must be followed, 
and job performance is the last consideration, but based on the criteria, I'll leave a link in the production notes. Employees already furloughed can be laid off once they've been furloughed for 30 days or 22 workdays. The op-ed written by the anonymous senior official in the Trump administration, I narrated it last evening, makes the case that devotion to process eats up most of the time of the federal bureaucrats, and it's also used by enemies of President Trump's initiatives to stymie the legitimate orders issued by his senior officials. People in the know call those Senior Executive Service, or SES. Those officials who waste time and stymie President Trump's initiatives, but now they're not present because, well, they're not categorized as essential. Remember, in the op-ed the anonymous official wrote, Due to the lack of funding, many federal agencies are now operating more effectively from the top down on a fraction of their workforce, with only select essential personnel serving national security tasks. Senior officials can reprioritize during an extended shutdown, focus on valuable results, and weed out the saboteurs. We don't want most employees to return because we're working better without them. Keep in mind that saboteurs cannot be individually identified and laid off, but they can be included in those layoffs if they meet the criteria and they must be given 60 days notice. But once they're gone, they're gone, and they're no longer free to obstruct using the process as their friend, well, because they're gone. If this was the president's plan all along, it would explain why he goaded Chuck and Nancy in his televised meeting with them last year. He boasted that he would claim credit for the shutdown. How could they resist a prolonged government shutdown when the president made it so easy to blame him? President Trump has proven that he is a disruptor who changes the framework of thinking in major issues by refusing to accept the givens, the assumptions of how things have always been done and therefore always must be done. So who's that anonymous senior official that wrote the op-ed? Some people think that it might be Stephen Miller because he's the sort of bold thinker who might volunteer to telegraph that strategy just five days before the deadline. Give Nancy and Chuck something to think about and probably reject as unthinkable, then they can't complain that they weren't warned once the trap is sprung. Such a mass reduction in force would be the Trump version of Ronald Reagan firing the air traffic controllers when they went on an illegal strike in 1981. That move made by Ronald Reagan was completely unexpected by his enemies, vehemently criticized and successful. It taught the leaders of the USSR that Reagan was a man whose threats couldn't be dismissed as mere rhetoric. If you think that Xi Jinping, Kim Jong-un, Angela Merkel, and any other foreign leader wouldn't draw the same conclusion from a massive reduction in force, well, then you're kidding yourself. Narrator's Note My regular subscribers are aware who these non-essential government employees are. They're called Senior Executive Service, or SES. Think of it. Senior Executive Service and their ilk go bye-bye forever. For more information on Senior Executive Service, 
Access my reports. I've narrated many. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet. The new Evolution Radio Network. Do you have a big plan? Um, yes, i got a big plan. I'm going to be leaving the world soon. No, and no. Going, before you oh, leave. Okay. Before you, no, before you <laughs> That's leave. That's my big plan. No, no. Because <laughs> you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, or, yes. Okay. Education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television, turn off all the silly nonsense of government. And it's just incredible nonsense. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. That's a it's a corporation. The whole government. Of course. It's, a private, it's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company, uh, Sears. So uh, it's, a, it's a privately owned. But see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company. Who owns it? Oh, well, that's different. Now you're getting... Now, <laughs> no, the yeah, now you're asking the right question. <laughs> right. Who <owns> so, <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh-huh. It's based on the, con- con- uh, the, the, the bringing together of 48 separate countries. Each, uh-huh. each state in this unit is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. So you, you can't do things in, Cal- in New York that you can do in Florida. The United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America means... Those are United States. So, but each one's a state, like uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean, when you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. Doesn't mean the same thing. Uh-huh. There's a very big difference between California state and the state of California. Doesn't mean the same it thing. It doesn't? No, no. Like what's the difference there? Cal, Cal State is the state we uh-huh. call California. That's the state. Uh-huh. But state of California yeah. is different. What? That has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the state of California. Oh. So anytime you see the state of, that means it's a federal corporation operating within California. But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State this and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government. Mm. Do people know that you No, 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 no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody (laughs) because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff? I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't want to be manipulated. I, 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 don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. So I want to know. 99% of the people I run into, they couldn't care less as long as the beer is cold and football is on. They don't care. But when people vote for, like, a president, what is happening? Or that that, you go to the polls. What is a poll? 
I mean, you, a poll is when you take, a, you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here or that airhead here or this ding-a-ling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concepts. What, what you, which one do you people like? It obviously doesn't <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But, but, right. but to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy? Or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing uh, changes. You mean Obama says... Like, it doesn't yeah, matter, because yeah. I own them all anyway. Right. It's who, just who, business. Who, Come who on, this is a mob. Well, who is the mob? We're talking, we're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the underworld. Who are these people? You know, the, the, the Illuminati, the... Um, just the, business, nothing personal. Don't take this personal. <laughs> But there's someone behind it. That's oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. But they're in Europe. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Come experience life as we know it. As some of you should know it. Yeah. Yeah. Place. Marcy. Brooklyn. Y'all know the action. Uh, I got the shorty on my block, always clocking my rocks. He likes the style of profile, I think he won the mop. He likes the way I walk, he see my money talking. The honey talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York. And I see his hunger pains, I know his blood boils. He wanna run with me, I know this kid'll be loyal. I watched him make a few wins, the cop his little sneakers and gear. Then it's just enough for re-up again. I see myself in his eyes, I move from Levi's to get the Versace. Now it's diamonds like Liberace, that's just a natural cycle. Nobody wanna be like Michael where I'm from. Just some niggas who bounce from a gun. We out here trying to make our white into cold green. I can help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Plus I can relive my days of you, which is gone. That little nigga's peak, it's time to put it's him on. It's time to come up. Yeah, my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, it's in my crown. It's time to come up. Stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they run, it's in my own I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama. Trying to come up in the game and add a couple of dollar signs to my name. I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace. Life could be better like my man reclined in plush leather seats and selling weight. I'm selling eight, bull 16, trying to graduate to push your quarters, y'all. I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me. If he give me the nard, then these niggas gon' see. I'm tired of vegan out here round the clock and breaking day and chasing crackers up the block for my pay. I'm staying fresh, so chickens check. I'm trying to step up to the next level, pushing vets through the jets. Diamonds reflect from the sun, directly in your equilibrium and stunned. I'm waiting for my day to come. I got the urge to splurge. I don't want a lifetime sentence, just give me the word. It's time to come up. Can't hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run, it's in my crown. It's time to come up. And stick up my chest and make some loot. Hey fella, I've been watching you clock. Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing. You the man, nigga. Now stop fronting. <laughs> I like your style. Nah, I like your style. Let's drive around the world. Cool, nigga. Here's a thing. A G, I ride with you for free. I want the long-term riches and bitches. Listen to me. You let them other niggas get the name, skip the fame. Ten thousand, a hundred G. Keep your shit the same. On the low. Yeah, the only way to blow. You let your shit bubble quietly. And then you blow. Hey, keep it cool. The only way that people fool is let them show his hands and you play your cards. Then these two dealing, I understand. Don't blow your dough on high. The only thing I got in this world is my work and my nuts. It won't break up for nobody. I like your resume. Pick a day. You can start. From now until death, do what's part, nigga. Come on. And hold my own way up 
Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country. Our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states. As of 1787, those states already had formed a union, and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point quite clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. They granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. The only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract. Which leads us to another piece of the puzzle, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, ratified in 1868 following the Civil War. As barbaric as it may sound today, the black slaves, prior to the conclusion of the Civil War, were legally considered to be property, with none of the rights or privileges of free-born people, only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both the 13th and 14th Amendments. You will note that the 13th Amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few, and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The 14th Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights already guaranteed to free-born United States citizens. 
When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person. But being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember, anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States and secondly to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States, with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold, or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle. 
The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later in 1887, when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point, we have shown you how the money interests have, one, established the Federal Reserve System, and two, exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes. And we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for our economic enslavement as well, along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers. Those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism, but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations, the World Monetary Fund, and the Council on Foreign Relations are all committed to an agenda of world domination through manipulation of economic power. The Council on Foreign Relations openly admits to being a private club, yet it is the primary recruiting post in both international banking and the federal government of the United States. Richard Nixon, Nelson Rockefeller, John Foster Dulles, Dean Rusk, Alger Hiss, Robert S. McNamara, and every president since FDR, with the exception of John Kennedy, have been members of this exclusive club where super financiers and your elected representatives can mix freely and plan the next step in the consolidation of power in a new world order. Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet. Evolution Radio. Okay, okay, okay. My bad, y'all. They dropped me. As soon as the nigga get on, they dropped me. <laughs> Peace to the God. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. <coughs> Today is February the 8th, 2019, Aboriginal year. Uh, God, I don't know why it's in my mind. We're in the Aboriginal year 1500-something. I, I, it's like 1534, if I'm not mistaken. I got to go do the math. I tend to forget. But anyway, peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. The call the number is 347-989-0194. Get yourself in the call line. I'll be happy to take the calls this morning. See what's happening. Sitting there for my man, Jonah Bay. Uh, we just came from New York. Had a very good seminar in New York. I want to thank all of the brothers and sisters who came out to the seminar. We had a beautiful turnout. Uh, we will be in Philadelphia February 23rd. 
that on your calendars. Come on out and holler at us. That's February the 23rd. We'll be in Philadelphia. We'll be at the Marriott uh, downtown. Let me give y'all the information. So y'all have all of the info. Okay, we're going to be at the Marriott. It's going to be... Um, let me make sure I got the right address for y'all. Okay, here we go. All right, we're going to be at the Marriott in Philly. It's going to be at the Courtyard, Philadelphia downtown. Located at 21 North Juniper Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. All right, it's going to be from 11 to 7. You can register at makemorecommerce.com for your tickets. All right, we're going to be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I look forward to seeing y'all out there. I've actually not been to Philly to do a seminar before. So this ought, this, ought to be, this ought to be a good one because we got a lot of people in Philly who need this information. Um, and so if you know somebody that's out there or you out there yourself, make sure you get down with us and come on out and get this information. And also, if you're going to be in Atlanta in March, I will be doing a credit seminar by myself in Atlanta in March. So if you'd like to attend that, uh, stay tuned for the details on that, all right? All right, so with that being said, let's get into it. Car lines is wide open, 347-989-0194. And, you know, today I'm going to briefly, this is very briefly, I want to tell because, you know, we've been dealing with a lot of nationality issues. You know, we're going into um, a new season, especially with all the immigration and shit that's happening. We're going into a new season where you're being forced to declare who you are. Whether you're doing it by way of a passport or you're doing it um, by way of a census. We're getting to the point where they're going to make you declare who are you? What's your nationality? Where you from? What state was you born in? Right? When I say state, I am talking about a political state. I'm not talking about the state of. I'm talking about what state was you born in? Was you born in Missouri State? Was you born in Cal State? Was you born in New York State? Not the state of, right? And so a lot of people tend to forget that when you're born, you are naturalized, right? And they make you what they call ipso jure, okay? And they naturalize you into the United States Corporation. Now, when they naturalize you into the United States Corporation, okay, naturalized, not nationalized, but technically they did nationalize you into their corporation as well. But when they when they naturalized you, they took you out of your organic state, right? So you went from, you know, when you came out your mama's womb, you officially were an American. For all of maybe an hour. Then here comes the nurse and the doctor, and they say, "Hey, uh, Mr. Jenkins, or whatever the hell your name is." They say, "Listen, we need you to sign this birth certificate, and we need you to fill out the social security card." And you, because you don't know any better, or your parents, because they didn't know any better, said, "Man, I, I gotta get this done, or my son won't be able to have a job one day." You won't be able to attend school. Like, so all these things start running through your mind. 
about how if you don't fill out this paperwork, which there's no real disclosure, there's not an attorney sitting there with you when you fill it out. So if you don't fill out this paperwork in your mind, we'll start trying to like, man, you know, my kid might have issues later. Right? And this all comes from ignorance and the lack of knowledge. Because, see, babies can't contract. But corporations can contract with babies. Isn't that interesting? So I can be a baby and I can be contracted with. Even though I am not in a mental capacity to understand what the contract is. But when you turn 18, you have the legal right to rescind any contracts with which your parents signed you up for or naturalized you into. Right? So then you have to think, you know, ask yourself, so anytime they naturalize somebody, that's done by what they call an immigration clerk. Aren't your clerks at the hospital? These nurses could very well be immigration clerks. They make you sign paperwork. They have a duty to naturalize you. So when you get naturalized into this, this corporate body politic that we call the United States of America, right? Which which it is. It's a corporate politic. And I'll, I'll give you the definitions in a second. But when you naturalize into this particular subdivision, if you will, you become part of their religious body. Also, because you have to understand that you became subject to the laws and the jurisdiction and even the religion, right, of your slave master. So your, your slave master's religion is Christianity, right? You can see this every single day when you go into a courtroom and they are using the Bible. They're not using the Quran. They're not using the Torah, right, or Tanakh. They are using the Bible. So, you know, just the very fact that they're using the Bible should tell you something, right? These courts, all day long, deal with naturalization, and they deal with religion. You go to a courtroom, you are under Christian code, Christianity. Now, let me slow down because I don't want to confuse y'all because I want to make sure, because we've got some people listening who are new, <clears throat> and I want to make sure that I'm clear on this. When you're born into the United States, there is a process called naturalization that happens. Nobody is born as a United States citizen. Not one single person in this country who is native. Right? Now, you got people who, are, who automatically become naturalized here. So if I'm from Mexican wife have a baby, that baby became a Mexican-American, right? But the baby also became a United States citizen. See, in our country, we, we, we practice what's known as just sanguineness. Let me pull it up. Let me give you guys a good working definition of this. Just a second. Okay? Because in most countries, they don't practice this no more. Okay. Now, just sanguineness is a principle of nationality. Okay. 
Law by which citizenship is not determined by place of birth, by having one or both parents who are citizens of the state. Children at birth may automatically be citizens if their parents have state citizenship or a national identities of ethnic, cultural, or other origins. We don't practice just sanguineness anymore here. They stopped it. Because if, if we practice just sanguineness, we would not be under birthright citizenship, which means that they couldn't nationalize your ass at birth. But instead, they put us under another term. Well, let's, look at this. let's look at that term. Pull it up. Just solely. Just solely means the right to the soil, commonly referred to as birthright citizenship. In the United States, it is the right of anybody who's born in the territory of a state to a nationality or citizenship, which means that you could come out your mama's womb, even though you're Cambodian, and you could become an American. Never in the history of our country prior to the formation of the United States Municipal Corporation did we practice just solely. It didn't even make sense. Matter of fact, when Trump said we need to get rid of birthright citizenship, this is exactly what he was talking about. But see, we would rather remain slaves and be slaves than actually look at what's actually occurred. Okay? So when we start talking about just sanguineness and just solely, every single time you have given birth or somebody has given birth or you were born or, you know, any of that occurs, Naturalization happens. The process of naturalization is the process of making somebody into a citizen. Now, it is very, very important for us to understand that citizenship, okay, citizenship makes you a slave. Let's, let's just look it up, okay? So I'm, I'm, I got a point here that we're getting to. Now, citizenship is the position or status of being a citizen of a particular country. So you are a citizen of the United States, and that's a country. Why? Because it is a political body. So let me look up the word country and give you the word country. The word country is a nation with its own government occupying a particular territory. Now, doesn't Washington, D.C. occupy uh, 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 um, um, extraterritorial jurisdiction, right? Districts and small settlements outside large towns, cities, or the capital, okay? So when you become a citizen, you became a citizen of the country of the United States, which means that you are a Christian, which means that you are a 14th Amendment citizen, okay? Now, let me just show you guys something. Because I'm going to pull up the word stateless. Okay? I'm going to read the definition of stateless. In international law, a stateless person is someone who is not who is not considered as a national by any state under the operation of this law. Some stateless persons are also refugees. What the fuck is a refugee? Oh, well, refugee, generally speaking, is a displaced person who's been forced to cross national boundaries and who cannot return home safely, called an asylum seeker. Now, not all refugees are stateless, and many persons who are stateless have never 
cross the international border. You understand that? It means that as a United States citizen, you are a refugee in your own country. You are a stateless person in your own country because you want to be an African-American, because you want to be a Negro, because you want to be colored, because you want to be a black person, which are all titles which were made under the 14th Amendment, which make you a subject citizen. So a stateless person in international law has no rights. You have no civil rights. Excuse me. You don't have no human rights at all. You have civil rights, but then you are what they call civil mortu. Right? Most of y'all know what that is. Civil mortu is civil death. That's the loss of almost all of your civil rights. Okay? This is due to a conviction for a felony or due to an act by the government of the country that results in the loss of civil rights. What was the act by our government that took away all of your human rights and stripped you of what they would refer to as civil rights? That would have been your 14th Amendment. That would have been your disenfranchisement. Now, let's look that word up. Because disenfranchisement is a state of being deprived of a right or a privilege, especially the right to vote. Deprived you niggas of your right to vote in the 14th Amendment. Don't believe me? Go look it up for yourself. You haven't voted one day in your life, but you feel as chosen representative. Okay? You've, you've chosen representatives to represent you on your behalf. Anytime you choose a representative to represent you on your behalf, yeah, there is a possibility, strong possibility, that being a U.S. citizen, you have no options to choose. Okay? So as we begin to to move into, you know, the matriculation, if you will, of of this information, very important for us to make sure that we have a clear understanding that a United States citizen or a citizen of the United States is a stateless person who is a Christian under Christian code. Right? Now, the United States was founded as a religious association under Christianity. But the United States in no sense of the law, is a Christian nation, not even close. This is the Mohammedan nation. So with that being said, I'm not going to take up too much time today. This is Open Forum Friday. Okay, We'll go back more into this on Sunday. We're going to go to the call lines and see what's happening out there. We'll take a real quick break, pay a couple bills, and when we come back, we're going to go right to the call lines. Give you a little something to think about this morning, though. You know, what are you? What's your true status at law? Have you declared your true status? Are you operating in a jejour capacity? Are you operating in the capacity of a stateless person? Or have you decided that you want to be somebody that's recognized in law, right? Because, I mean, we all are somebody. It's not we are all somebody. But the real reality of it is, is who are you in law? 
I'm your host, Joey Bouncell Bay. You're sitting right here on Open Forum Fridays on the New Evolution Radio Network, 347-989-0194. Here's the call-in number. We'll be right back after these messages. Keep it locked. Don't go nowhere.
Apologize, y'all. They fucking with my mics again this morning. Let's go to five one zero four four seven. Peace to the God. What's happening? Peace to the God. What's up, Joey Beasy? You know, just trying to trying to keep these niggas off my back, man. <laughs> Same here, guys. Yeah, man. What's going down with you? Shit, man, still going back and forth to court. Fuck this damn in jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been going on since shit August. Fuck, you doing something right? They keep, they keep exactly. trying to give me police and shit. Oh, I know they are. Yeah, exactly. They're they gonna keep trying to give you the plea deals. You might want to turn your little background down. You got a little echo there. far? Yeah, they're going to keep trying to give you plea deals, man, until, uh, you know, they you exhausted that. Yeah, they're going to keep trying to give you the plea deals until, they, until they've exhausted they, they, that, that remedy. And then they're going to, after that, they're going to take it to trial to dismiss it. Most times, they don't want to go to trial, though. Yeah, I, got, I had a trial date set up, but then they uh, gave me a hearing on a plea deal, a plea, another plea deal before the <laughs> trial or whatever. Yeah, exactly. They don't want to go to trial. The losing trial. Yeah. And with all the I shit, with all the shit that you put on the record, yeah, with all the shit that you put on the record, if you even if you was to lose and then you was to um, appeal it, you would win the appeal. Mm-hmm. Right. I wouldn't even sweat it. Baby girl on the way. You know what I mean? So. What's your son? Congratulations. Well, no doubt. Got to get at you about that uh, that birth certificate, with the birth record, actually, right? Oh, yeah, that's real easy. Mm-hmm. So just trying to put things in order, man, before she comes, you know? No doubt. No doubt. You will. You will. Stay, you know, keep your head up. Stay positive. Keep keep, keep, no uh, keep studying, my nigga, you know? Mm-hmm. I always like to use that old saying in the Bible, you study, you show yourself approved, you know? Right. So... That's really what it comes down to when they just start consistent with this shit. So what you think I should put in right now as far as, you know, the plea deals and all that shit they trying to throw at me? What you think I should put another motion in on the record? Not really. I, I mean you you've already put a lot unless you do a motion to dismiss, I don't really know what else you would do a motion for. Um 
You can always do a written mandamus if the judge is not doing what he's supposed to be doing. But a, a plea yeah. deal is pretty, um, you know, even, even for them, a, a, a plea. You know, now I tell you like this: sometimes if you if you feel like it's going the wrong way and they want to offer you a plea deal, you can bargain that shit down to a fine if it's that deep. You know, if you're just trying to get them off your back, you might you might do that. But I don't always recommend taking a plea deal. But sometimes you take the option of least resistance. Right. Right. I was thinking about that, you know. too. A little fine. I'll you know. pay a little punk-ass fine or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. got a little girl coming, so you got to think about that. But, you know, I'm a soldier, nigga. I ain't got no kids, nigga. I'll fight that shit all the way. But you, <laughs> you got family yeah. to think about. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so, they ain't playing fair, though, Joey. Uh, I, uh, I talked to, like, I went to, like, three, four judges. You know what I mean? They still ain't gave me no discovery, so I'm asking for a motion to dismiss on that based off I asked for the discovery yeah, yep. six months ago. Yeah, exactly. That's a um, that that's where your writ of mandamus will come in. That you know, hey, I asked for y'all to dismiss this because y'all didn't follow the rules of the court, right? And so now you ask the judge to remove himself because of that. Yeah, they are prejudiced. This damn county that I'm in is very, very prejudiced, man. So. They play oh, yeah. games. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not um, surprised. Right, right. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm still fighting, though. Keep keep, uh, keep on that good path, man, because I remember when you first started this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and and, and mm-hmm. you, you was worried about, you was just worried about going into the court. Now you're back and forth right. that bitch. You know, and you're, yeah. getting, and you're actually getting remedy because you're slowing them down. When have you ever seen yeah. them just throw a, throw a plea at you? And they keep trying to throw a plea at you. I'm sure it changes every time, don't it? Right. Well, won't you take this fine or take this probation or this and that? No, motherfucker, follow the Constitution. Won't you do that? Right. Yeah, I'm going to look into that writ of mandate. It's on your website, right? Yeah, it's on my site. Yeah, I'm going to look into that because uh, they ain't... They ain't it's like they ain't looking at none of my paperwork. Then I check this out. I went down to the clerk oh, trying to holler at the. I looked at. I, I went to holler at the clerk. She said it's only two documents, two motions that I put on the record. I'm like hell no. Nah. I put like ten motions on the record. Do you, you have, see two? Do, do you do you have certified copies of where they received it and stamped it? Yeah, I got all my shit endorsed. Okay, good. Then you show up with that. And you show. Hey, look, hold on. I've already put this stuff on the record. Here's a certified copy of where your Clark, or your court stamp this. Got to put that out on their ass too. Yeah, that's a lot of food. Make them, shit make them on. put it back on the rack. Yeah, you got to make them do shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Not, bro. You, you got to remember, man. We live in a society full of fucking slaves, dog. These people, these people are brainwashed, and they will literally do whatever they got to do to make sure that they win. So, right. You got to keep that in mind, man, when you're dealing with these people, bro. We dealing with devils. Elijah Muhammad wasn't lying, Straight up. niggas. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Straight, Straight up. up. Not not all white people are devils, but God damn it, the ones in the government show them to be, don't they? Yeah. Hell, and, 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 and I would say like this: it ain't even most times it ain't even white people that's that, that's taking your paperwork. Most times it's people of color. Mm. Nine times out of ten, it's a true. black woman sitting behind the clerk's desk. 
There's yeah. some gay white yeah, people that, that, that works behind there, too. That's nine times that's what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm focused, man. So I'm going to go tap into that rid of mandatus, man, and see what it do with that. I was thinking about getting a. Uh, I was I was thinking about getting a notice of removal. If you think about that, put it in the federal. Get the notice of removal. Yeah. I would never. I would never remove a, a case to federal court. Why would you do that? I mean, you know, thinking like more so they're gonna uh, probably you know uphold that constitution than than the state people. No, do. you're gonna move it to your state supreme court, where they deal with your state constitution. Go to federal court. They're right. dealing with federal constitution. Most of the U.S. citizens. Not the okay, right person to be in. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to hit you up for a council in a few days or so, so get some shit straight out. All right. All peace right, to the God. Peace, peace to the God. All right. Yeah, I came told me to tell you niggas sit tight because you winning. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Word. Peace. All right, peace. I'm going to see right quick if I can um, switch my line over right quick. Y'all, give me just a second. I should be good now. Let's go to the next call. I apologize, y'all. But, uh, it, when it drops me like that, I have to call back in. Let's go to 917-804. Peace to the God. <laughs> 917-804. I say when you come back to him. All right. 301-377. Good morning. So what it do, Joey? Ah, man. Same old, same old. How are you? All is well, but, um, you know, we fighting that good fight. So, you know, it is a uh, war out here in the street. <laughs> no doubt. forgot about that. Yeah, but, um, you know, good show so far. You know, good topic because, um, you know, me and my brothers um, on this end, you know, we, we've been coming to a lot of, uh, I guess, people that just don't know who they are. <laughs> you know, and then they want to argue with you when you know who you are. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it, you know, it, it, that shit never makes any sense to me. You know, part of the reason why I brought the topic up today is because look at your boy 21 Savage, right? This nigga done got deported. Yep. Right? He's been here in, in this country his whole life. Claim to be, he claimed to be African-American. Actually, <laughs> we know his parents are, are British. Mama's quite fine. But think about this. If they started to make people declare nationality and say, you know, who are you? Where are you from? Right? And U.S. citizens technically are stateless people. You don't have a state that you belong to. Not really. What you think will happen if a nigga go out the country and try to come back in as an African-American, right? When they start really cracking down on this U.S. citizen. I don't believe that they're going to... Uh, you know, a lot of these niggas to come back into the country. Look what they how they did most of that. Yeah. So man, I'm just out here trying to consolidate my Especially when you know who you are. Exactly. <clears throat> you let these niggas who don't know who they are get deported. 
Shoot, um, I uh had a question as far as um, I guess with the injunction. Uh, how would I put it without putting too much out there? Do we have to have, you know, with the supermarket cause? Do we have to have um that other state's constitution in it when we send it out? Like for example, I'm gonna use the the Georgia's as a part of my state's constitution. And since I'm using my state's constitution, no, no you're gonna use your state only. You're supposed to take that injunction and you're supposed to adjust it to your state based off of what your constitution says. So if you live in New Jersey and you, and you have a, a Georgia uh, a Georgia injunction, you're not gonna put anything about Georgia in your New Jersey constitution. Right, and I'm not saying Why would you that I would. It doesn't you know, So the supremacy clause wouldn't, you know, what I mean, mean that they have to recognize it because all for one and one recognize all. Oh, what you what you thinking about is full faith and credit. But okay, brother, you live in a state that has a constitution. That, that oh, my that state, damn near. That what state do you live in? Maryland, and it's definitely the same. I got it. You know, it's already done. Uh, I just need to send it out for the most part, but I just wanted to make it so airtight. You know, I only have to do it once. It's already airtight. It's already airtight when you use your state constitution. Yeah, remember. Do I have to put a certified copy of it? No, you don't have to put a certified copy of it. You just put you put in your injunction. That's it. Your state officials didn't take an oath to uh, a Missouri Constitution or a California Constitution or Vegas Constitution. You know what I'm saying? They didn't take an oath to that. They took an oath to the Maryland Constitution. <laughs> so you got to hold them to that. Okay. Remember something. I got it. That's the precedential. Yeah, it's a lag, so that's why I'm listening and, and trying to, you know, uh, you know, communicate at the same time, but yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, the only other thing is, uh, shit, I guess we can get back on topic because it's, it looks like the law enforcement is starting to recognize when we, I guess, uh, assert who we really are. You know, I, I would, I would now, say, you, you know what it is. You know, you know what it is. Niggas is starting to learn how to contract with these niggas. We starting to learn that anytime you go get a driver's license and register your car, that's a contract. Right? So niggas are really starting to understand. Right. People in general are starting to understand. When I when I go sign up for a license plate, that's a contract. When I go get a driver's license, that's a contract. When when I, I file my taxes, that was a voluntary bequest called a contract. We, we we contracting all day long. And then when we start learning, hey, this is not how you properly contract. These people have no choice but to abrogate. Just like bro, we had that brother came on. And he had problems in court um, for DUI. They put the nigga on probation. He did a rescission of signature. They called him in there. Judge hit his hand. The next day, the, uh, the people came in and took the interlock off his car because mm. he properly contracted. He said, "He said, you know what? I'm not contracting with y'all no more. I refuse to." I got that rescission of signature too. So I'm, I'm about to <laughs> Just said we ain't seen nobody do that in 30 years. <laughs> People waking up. Yeah, they are real quick. We in that time when you better wake up. If you don't, you, you're gonna get left right. behind. Yeah. 
and, it, and, it's, and it's happening so fast. I mean, we've been in the information, at least me personally, I've been in the information since I say 2015, 14, uh, and I've been with you guys, you know, shortly after that. Uh, but for the most part, there's so much information and so many different ways to twist it. That's why they're cracking down because by 2020, that's when it's all going to get locked yep. down. I, well, I know what the agenda is. I, I know about the agendas. <laughs> oh, yeah, the agenda 21. I, I can tell you that I've seen the change, man, from the beginning of this information when I started till now. And I and I, I came in, you know, what, maybe 10 years ago into this information. I can tell you that things have changed. A lot of things have changed. These people have become more um, aware of the fact that they can't continue to harass us. They can't continue to do the shit right. that he's doing to us if we're in our proper capacity. You know, it comes back on us, <clears throat> Right. Always and, and, and always ignorance young. definitely in the defense. <laughs> Never. Hell no. That's no excuse. They'll tell you that ignorance, ignorance is no excuse to the law. 2019, you know? I told myself I can't argue with no one that thinks they're black or color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did uh, 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 Dr. Ben say? I don't only argue with my equals, everybody else I teach. Right. Only debate by equals. So just debate niggas as equal to you in terms of how they're thinking. You know, it's not that you're better than the next person. I don't think I'm better than nobody, but but but, but the knowledge that I have makes me better. Be, because of the fact that I use the information to improve my life, and some people choose right. not to. That puts you yeah. in a better position. That doesn't mean you're a better person. Who got them should put you in a better position in your life? Definitely does. You know? Hey, nigga, I can't see what I'm going And I'll tell you straight up. This information changed my life. This shit changed my life before I even started teaching niggas the information. So I know for a fact that it's real. But you have to have it in your spirit and really believe, you know what I'm saying, that change can be made. And that's what me and my brothers go off of as far as my, my Moorish brothers because I, you know, I've been walking this path so long alone that I just wanted up finding like souls and like-minded people to the point where that's your family. It's about, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a small group of us, but our small group, you know, we're so headstrong where when we go places, you know what I mean, we just, we, we seem like uh, Neo Morpheus and, you know, the rest of, the uh, the crew walking through the matrix and we just you know what I mean we have a different you know what I mean energy around us to the point we we we're going to a metro station or or a train and you know everybody thinks they're conscious a woman the other day you know, was talking about, about how, vibrating vibrating higher yeah you know, higher vibration yeah than, than people you were, you were around and they feel it it's kind of like it's kind of like when you um. You know, how can I put this? Okay, it's kind of like if you go off to college and then you come back home after being your first, second semester in college, and then you still got friends who never left the city. You start realizing I'm about a little higher than these niggas. I've been there. It's a little higher. Yeah. So I mean, and, and if you don't go, if you didn't go to college, you may not understand that concept. So you know, it's kind of like if you go get a better job, nigga. And your boys don't see you no more. 
So you always working, making more money, and then when you hang around them, then niggas still doing the same shit they was doing before. Your body is higher. And as as I get higher, you know, more people recognize. At one point, they thought I was on some crazy shit. You know what I mean? But I've never fell off. Never fell off. And I've always vibrated higher from the college to the corporate yeah, job. To yeah. the, you know what I mean? The information we're in now. You know, I'm not a dumb nigga. <laughs> I'm not a dumb nigga. But I used to have cousins that used to call me crazy. Now these niggas are more more conscious than uh than a little bit. You know, these these, these oh, niggas super they come around. Yeah. Oh, they come around. Yeah, they definitely come around. I just think it's funny when you see niggas come around and then they they want to be on the same shit you was already on. But like nigga, I've been on that. Right. 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 <laughs> niggas want to show you some but, shit like it's new. <laughs> you like nigga, I've yeah. seen that already. last year and I got that done and set up and then I went on and probably like a few months later did a, an estate which I haven't used or anything Your I know that I'm supposed to file a correct 
Um, I know that mm-hmm. I was supposed to file a certificate of good standing. Is that right? That's incorrect. With that, it's incorrect. No, okay. That's not right. mm-hmm. Okay. You do a, a certificate. So, once I do this. So, so, uh-huh. so, when you do a certificate of good standing, you normally would do mm-hmm. a certificate of good standing for your DBA. So, like, let's say that my trust is doing business um, in the public as the LLC. Then my trust would have a DBA for that. Okay, then I would get a certificate of good standing for my business to show where my DBA is in good standing with the state since I'm not registering it. Because, you know, when you register a business, they automatically say it's in good standing. But when okay. you get a DBA, they, they will give you the same thing that, they, that they'll give you for LLC. But you have to, but you have to request it, though, when you get a DBA. Okay, because I'm in the process of trying to uh, open up a business, so I'm just trying to figure out um, how am I going to, like, put that into my estate, I guess, you know, to run it through there like so, that. Right. So so essentially what I would do is um, you need to ask yourself the question, what type of business are you setting up first? Is it an LLC? Is it an unincorporated association, um, which normally falls under religion? Um, is it a C Corp? Is it an S Corp? You know, so find out what type of business that you're starting. And that would depend on, of course, how you'll set it up with the IRS. They'll give you an EIN number for it. Okay? Now, once you set it up, it's an LLC, you, of course, have to register it with the state for it to be active. But mm-hmm. any business can be, any business can be a religious association. Like I can own a, I can own a, um, a nudie store, right? Sell, sell magazines, right, for adults. And that could mm-hmm. technically be considered a religious association. I could say I'm uplifting fallen humanity um, and their sexual needs, right? <laughs> I could literally put that okay. in my own and that, and, and that becomes the type of business that it is. So you always have to ask yourself, what type of business am I setting up? Based on the structure of the type of business that you set up will determine how you'll do with the DBA from the trust owning it to the trust actually um, doing business as that entity into the public. Does that make sense, please? Okay, yes. Because I was thinking a sole proprietor or something like that because I was on the website and I was like, I don't even, I didn't think that I could do the religious, but then would you explain it then? That does make sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, you can. See, here's the thing, right? And, and I'm, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but what you can do is if, if you have an LLC, your LLC actually can be owned by your trust. Um, normally, I would tell people to set up a Massachusetts trust, and then the Massachusetts trust, it's not officially in Massachusetts, that's just the name of it, but your Massachusetts trust, which is your common law trust, can do business in the public as any type of entity. Okay. And so can it do business as in the public. Okay, because I've been trying to call down, because I live in Tennessee, to get some information about the DBA. And I've gotten some information where they was like, you got to go to the county. Then they're like, no, you can do it here. So I'm just really trying to well, get the, the right information. Do a DBA on I don't the county, know if they... You can do a DBA uh-huh. on the county. That's not a problem. You can also do one on the state level. But if you do one on the county and you'll give you a certificate of good standing for the county, that's good. Then you go to the state level and do it. Um, what I would suggest, though, is that, if if you have the the wherewithal to invest um in in the taxes and business webinar that I talk. The webinar will teach you at least how to stru- set up your structure. 
Um, this way you okay. can get your EIN number and you can go to the bank and get your bank account set up. Now, I was actually trying to do the whole package. That's the one that I was going to get off your website. Um, okay. And then does that, will that have that information in there? It will. Okay, cool. And then uh, I'm in the process of sending my injunction off too, but I was wanting to see if I can, I'll see if I can schedule a consultation with you to see if you can look over it before I send it off. Yeah, that's not a problem. Just hit me up on my site. Um, I got a couple people ahead of you today. Um, okay. I should better knock you out. I'm trying to catch up from from when I was out of town. But oh yeah, even yeah, if, if you, you don't get it, it done can... today. Yeah, if you don't get mm-hmm. to me today, that's fine because I can say I just wanted to have you look at it before I send it off. Not a problem. I actually just did a um I did a injunction in Tennessee recently for somebody. So um I just you know I compare it to the ones that I did personally for them, and we can go from there. Um just what you need to do is just go on my site, and then you can actually book mm-hmm. it on the calendar on the date that you want to set up the consultation. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. I appreciate you calling. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to. Uh, uh, before I go to the next caller, I saw something recently. Somebody sent me something, right? And the brother was like, "Man, I see, I see, I see what these men." You know, it was two brothers that was talking, right? And one brother, he was he was on the defense for us. Another brother was on the offense, right? And the brother was like, "Yo, yo, man, I, I see these niggas, man. They, you know what they doing? They out here trying to, you know, what I'm saying that's a bigger picture, man. You know, what I'm saying just look at the picture. Don't attend the seminars. These moors don't know what they're talking about." And I told myself, I said, "You know, listen." If you don't want the information, go find it from somewhere else. Because this information, and I can tell y'all, we spent a lot of hours doing research to get to the right shit. So you either go and pay a bunch of money and go to the wrong niggas who, who really overcharge, or you come and holler at us. Or just go listen to all the free shows. We got five years of free shows, and y'all can go pick out, which is, to me, that's, that's really where it's at. Go listen to the free shows. <laughs> and then you'll understand that most of the shit that we that we actually have taught six one oh seven two six. What up? Peace to the God, Joey. What up? What up? What up, my brother? Oh, great, man! I can't complain at all, man. Um, I just Thank wanted you. to update. I'm using your technique. I'm using the um the business credit um um okay process. And I got my first vendor. uh, Yeah, man. I just got my first vendor, uh, my first vendor, and I just made my first purchase. um, So, and I just uh, paid for it the other day. Who'd you you get your vendor through? Granger. Good. Go to Uline, go to Quill. And then remember, those those, those kind of payment experiences. So, if you went to say you went to Granger, Granger normally does two payment experiences, which means that they report twice, right? Two different bureaus. Okay. So you do that, you need five payment experiences um, on that tier, right? And then yeah. you do that for about three months. And then once you've paid off those five payment experiences, go apply for um, the next tier, right? And your, your next tier can be your store card. Okay. Right? You, you, go, you go apply for like a Home Depot card. You go apply for a Lowe's card. You go apply for an Office Max card. Something like that. And you use that bitch for about three months. 
you do that with five payment experiences. So you do that where you have, you know, one person who will, will report once or twice to a bureau. Typically, you want them to do it twice, so you don't have to go to too many people. Then after you do that, you move to your next tier. And your next tier is where you get your cash cards. Wow. <laughs> then after that, you can go into, um, you know, financing for your business. You know, whatever they'll give you. They literally, and I'm not bullshitting. They, you can literally go get a credit line for $100 million. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's all because of you, man. I've been listening to your shows. You did like four of them on the topic, man. And um, I just been going over it every, you know, over and over, over and over, over and yo, over. Yo, you see, it's real. I don't be lying, niggas. I'm like, yo, everybody's like, yo, I wanna, I wanna live, I wanna live how y'all living, and I wanna do what y'all doing. Yo, to keep it 100, I had to learn the information to get away from my job. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Cause like once you learn yeah. it. Even if you had a job, you can start slowly working for yourself, you know, getting your money right. You know, now, the ultimate goal is not to work for yourself. It shouldn't be. It should be have, to have employees, right, to have a business that can run itself or have an online business that. Yes. You got cut off. You'll be back, y'all. That's dope, man. Everything that he said is true, is what I'm following. And I'm just going to report it. Pay me in equity, pay me in equity. Watch me reverse out of dick. He got a bad bitch, bad bitch. We live in lavish, lavish. I get expensive fabrics. I got expensive habits. He wanna go away. He left her all away. All right, all right, all right. You still there, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Man, it dropped me. Y'all see how it be doing me? We still talking about you. I know. Crazy. You was flowing. You was flowing. Yeah, they don't want y'all going over. They re- I really believe that they don't want people knowing this information in the mask. Because what I was getting ready to say, nigga, was that the last time that that, that black people was really, you know, you think about Black Wall Street, right? And there's other places around the country that was thriving. Because when we had communities like that, bro. Yeah. You know, they infiltrated the nation of Islam, so we couldn't. So so we couldn't. We, we couldn't be a real nation. Mm-mm-mm. They got the contract so, yeah, to do agriculture and commerce, bro. I mean, think about like, yo, this is a this is not a workers' economy right now. This is a business owners' economy, nigga. This is the Trump economy, straight up. Oh, yeah. fuck, what you say about yeah. Donald Trump? The, 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 the nigga's a businessman. Every time you get a new administration into the office that controls this economy, it's based on that administration. This is a this is a business owners' economy. They don't do shit to make it better for them. And yeah. other business owners. Tax cuts and shit like that. 
song. Now, we not paying no taxes over here. But, goddamn, my nigga, they're so, they'll give you 10 times more credit for your business than they'll ever give you personally. That's a no-brainer. That's why I started with yeah. the business. Yeah, man. I started now, with the business. Do. Yeah. Yeah, what you do is you get your estate number built up. Right, or you build up a CPN or whatever other number that you choose to build up for your guarantor. You build that up, and then when you go want to go top of business credit, you give them that other number as your guarantor. Right. Oh, so that's perfect. That was my next question. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you, Joe. That was my next question, man. Cause yeah, I got my estate. Okay. Cause right now my estate is building the credit by um, paying my electric bill. Like I got my electric bill in that. So I don't have anything else in the estate but right now, but um. But you know, so, uh, like electric bill, like it, you know, you pay it on time. It does it lightweight bills the credit. Um, phone bills don't do shit. So you really want to go to for stuff like uh, go to a credit union, open up an account, use that number as a guarantor, put some money in your account, borrow against it, um, or or go to some of these online stores that give you credit right away. Apply for that okay. Capital One card or that MX card. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Joey. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate hey, everything, um, man. I'm going to get back to work and um, open up the line for somebody else. Oh, okay, but no I'm going to be at the show on, in Philly. I'm going to be at the show in Philly, oh, too. Okay, so great. I just want to tell you that, okay, though, great. too. I'm, You know, we definitely yeah, still got the option that, open man. if you ever want that option. Um, we definitely oh, yeah, still got yeah. that oh, option yeah, open. Yeah, though. Yeah, that. yeah, that, yeah, that was you I talked to right up there in um in uh Reading, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know the reason why we did it is because when when we do seminars, man, we like to be in the cities. Um, you yeah. know, I, I know I know Reading got a lot. Of, I know Reading got a lot of black people out there, but we try to make it like a centrally located area. Um, and and I started thinking about Reading. I said, you know what? I don't want niggas getting pulled over trying to drive from the city into Redding. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? So we be thinking about shit like that. Right. You right. know what I mean? That's all love. And we be thinking good. about how far is the airport. Yeah, man. So, but I, get, I definitely get with you on that. That's not out of the picture. We'll just have to do specifically a Redding seminar and not make it Philly. Because when we, when we say Philly, no, yeah. niggas be like, okay, nigga, we in Philly, right? And then when we get our west from Philly, we lose ten we lose ten people. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I just wanted to be of service. I just wanted to be no, here and be of no, service. I appreciate so. you hundred percent, man. I appreciate you hundred percent on that. For real, for real. I'll get with you in the private. Definitely. Peace to the God. Okay, let's go to uh let's go to this is New York. Nine one seven seven nine six. Peace to the God. What's up, bro? I got your message up, this man? morning. What's going on? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we got to talk on the private, man. Um, nah, I was just calling because uh, you, you saw what I sent you. You know, I, I had a uh, court for the uh, 30th. You know, I went on the 23rd, mm-hmm. right? They told me to wait four weeks um, that I was going to receive a new uh, date. I, 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 I didn't check online. And uh, they send me another date on the 24th for, for the 30th. 
and then I received the the, the notice in, in the mail. Uh, I think it was Monday. Monday they sent it to me. So I missed my court date because they they, they uh, didn't serve me properly. Which case was it for? For the capital one. So what they do? They put the judgment in. It's a default. It's in default right now. So I'm I'm so, I'm gonna put in a motion to vacate. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And, and, and you have to do that immediately, based off of improper service. You got to show where they did the improper service. Put it. Put it in the right. evidence. Right. Right. Okay. Oh man. Twenty dollars certified. And then do the motion to vacate. You see how they play games? Yeah, I, that was the only way they could have got you. Yeah, because I was winning. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you was winning. I was winning. Yeah. So you need to do a motion to vacate because they, they're they going to think that you don't know how to do it. You need to do that immediately. And you need to put in all your evidence showing where they did improper service. Make sure that you put in an affidavit to go along with it and certify everything with a notary. Right. Right. And, then and if also you have they, to appeal it, you will appeal it based off all of that. Right. All right. So then that's what I'm going to do. And, and they were, you know, because I wanted to put in my counterclaim and stuff like that. So in, in the application, it says that um, I, have to put, I have to put in all my, all my uh, paperwork, which is, you know, the evidence and um, um, also uh, counterclaim and everything else, you know? Yeah, you got to put everything in now. Now you do the most, you gotta put everything in. I think that was a strategy they wanted to put. <laughs> Damn, man. Anyway. Yeah, that's the strategy that they know? do. That's a, that's that definitely is a strategy because they they didn't know what else to do. Slick is a motherfucker. I have to be honest, it's pretty slick for them to do that, but you still do your motion to vacate. Vacate that yep. judgment. Yeah. Oh, I'm putting it in right uh today. You know, but it's it's just, uh, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't man. They I really lying. don't like how they do shit like that. No, but, but you know what it is? You're in a debt collection court, too. So, that was the only way they could have got you, because you had, you put that Trinity versus Bagnello in. Yep. Yep. And, and not only that, uh, I had, uh, you know, some of my third-party debt collector letter to, to, to the company, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I ask them to validate the debt and stuff. Well, oh, man. They, they yeah. didn't do any of that. But, but I'm going to tell you like this. The motion to vacate is very important that you do that as soon as possible. You absolutely have to get yep. that judgment over time. Right. Yeah, Who I'm going to put that the court into... The court, yeah. The court. Yeah. So that was a mistake on the clerks, yes. To point that out. Right. Right, but I, I call I called the postal office and I put it I put in a uh, a investigation and uh, they're supposed to get get to me today, right? Um, and the lady was like, that th- that doesn't make sense, you know, because this there's not enough time, you know, for you to receive because they put it first class, right? She said first class is five to seven business days, you know, and again, right. they uh, they put it in, they stamped it on the twenty fourth. And um, the court date was on the thirtieth. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, they were not. But, 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 
but I got it Monday, which was uh, what was it? First or no? It wasn't the first. It was uh, the, the fourth of February. Interesting. Yeah. So, so what you need to do then is when you're pulling out all of that information, you need to pull out all of those dates and show and show those dates, and then you need to show how somebody somebody did the improper service. Um, and, and they scheduled the dates wrong. Yep. They yep. purposely did it like that. So, and then you didn't show up, so you missed the court date because you didn't even know you had one. Yeah. Now, yep. but, but that's also on YouTube to check online. Remember that. So, yeah, lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yo, my inner, inner stuff will say check, you know, but then I was like, oh, no, but she said uh, four weeks. So I was like, you know, my. My other my other side was safe, you know, just wait, you know, and, and I fucked myself up, man. Yeah, I would do your motion to vacate, though. That's the only thing that's probably going to affect this case right now. Yeah. Other than yep. that, you're learning a real valuable lesson. What that to say? Oh, shit. Yep. Yep. All right. That, that, that was all. <laughs> oh, Man. by the way, guys, all right, bro. I gave uh, you in the flight. Uh, yeah, yeah. By the way, I said uh, the uh, seminar was great, man. It was, it was excellent. Thank you, bro. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it, man. man. We got a lot of good information, man. That we're trying to give out. Oh uh, yeah. Man. The funny yeah, thing is, you know, that. when we do our two-day seminars, we get we get to give out more information. So within one-day seminars, man, we're so limited, man. You know, on what we can give out. So I, I'm glad that you that you got something out of it though. Absolutely. Nah, definitely, definitely. You know, you gotta go and get that nationality. Man, you know what time it is. <laughs> yep. You know what time it is. Hey. Um, all right, all right well, I'm gonna say peace, peace dog. Guys. All right. All right, peace. Go to um, 310-403. Peace, Joey. Peace. Peace. Yeah, man. Uh, heard you. Heard you mention uh, 21 Savages' uh, moms real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> 21. Uh, yeah. 21. <laughs> 21. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah, she is. No, that's, I saw her. I, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know she looked mad young, bro. I didn't even know that. I was like, yeah, that's long. Yeah, right, right. Man, like that nigga look just like his mama. What <laughs> 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 no mistake in that? I'm like, that's your mama, bro. But you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, is you know that his parents are New Orleans. A word? No. Yep, they're New Orleans. Uh-huh. His father and his mother, and jo- Jonah actually knows his his, his people, his parents. Yeah. Oh, okay. Y'all forget yeah. Jonah's wife's from England. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna say they got that connection. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nigga Twenty One Savage man. He um he's definitely English. Let's just put it like that. He was just too young. He was he was young when he came over here. He was a kid, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rap I remember Slick Rick had, had issues back in the day. Uh, I don't know if everybody's familiar with MF Doom. Yeah, I remember underground that. Rapper. He, MF Doom, you know, he's from he's from Britain too. He, they, they sent him back over there, so it happened. 
<laughs> they be sending niggas back, dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. It was good though. What's going on with you? Well, I was uh, real quick. I was going to ask him because you brought up uh, my brother was talking about the estate number and everything. What do you? How do you check the credit on that estate number? Because I don't can't get a credit you, you karma profile on that, can you? Yeah. So, so that's the funny thing about it, right? Because I pulled the credit on mine probably about three years ago, and I had no problem pulling the credit on it. Um, well, when I tried to set up a Credit Karma account, Credit Karma gave me gave me some bullshit about trying to set it up. <laughs> so I would go to um, there's several sites you can go to to pull your credit. Um, you know, of course, there's annual freeannualcreditreport.com. There's another one I don't remember the name of it. Um, I signed up for it recently. Somebody actually gave me the name of it. It gives you all three of your reports at the same time. When I when I can find it, I'll give it to you. Um, oh, there's okay. another so one that you can go to as well. Yeah, just pull it like a regular credit report. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I That's what you got to do. But you got to make sure that you remember up. all the information that you use. Remember all of the info right. that you use when you set that number up. Because, like, what they did for me, like, I had a lien on, on one of my businesses at the time, and I went and pulled the credit for the estate, and they had that shit on my, on my estate credit, and it was on my social credit. So somehow they, they 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 merged that shit some kind of way. I was like, ain't this a bitch? So you have to be very <laughs> careful with that estate credit. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm meticulous with it. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, but yeah, you started off talking about the nationality and everything. I I had a question on that. I don't know. Uh, how deep you can go into it or not but I was just kind of wondering you know just curiosity once you once you get to the other side like that do you do you build credit under that national name or is that something you even have to do like do they give you a number to operate with or you just only solely go off of EINs and CPNs at that point man I didn't hear nothing you said they dropped me oh okay I, I was going to say when you when you get over to the other side do they? Do you end up getting another number to build credit, or do you even need to, or do you just go no, off the CPNs you know, and EINs at that point? No, yeah, you oh. supposed to. See, technically, the funny thing about it is that when you give them a social, they actually do clean the social up. So the social is supposed to um, technically become nationalized as well. Um, but I don't. I never really recommend that you continue to use that number anyway. So I say you use other numbers, you know, EIN numbers, state credit, business credit. You use other numbers that are just as lawful for you to use. Yeah, so we, okay. But, we but the, social, just... the social, you don't own the social, but it was given to you to use, right? And so it, it is your property in that sense, but it's not your property. So you be, have to be very careful right. about how you choose to use that number. Right. You remember, but at that point, even even receiving even receiving credit is a social benefit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kind of at that point though, you have that separation. Even if you use it, because you're not you're not going and changing and putting your name your new name on it or anything. So you have right. Exactly. I didn't do none of that. I didn't put my new name on that. Yeah. That's all. Who I'm gonna do that for? Okay, that makes that motherfucker sense. was a straw man to begin with. I'm not finna take my yeah. my my guy given spiritual name and put it and put it on uh, a piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make it corporate. 
definitely not with the like I believe in doing it with the name change correction, but I don't believe in doing it with the uh with the social security number. Two two different entities. Yep, yep, yep. I feel you. That's what I said. Yeah, man. Yeah. How that little yeah, yeah, girl doing, man? Oh, she's cool, yeah, man. Yeah, you had a kid, didn't you? Oh no, mine's nine. Mine's nine. You getting me confused with oh, yeah, uh old boy out in Vegas again, huh? <laughs> yeah, man, I tell you, you niggas, you niggas all sound the same. <laughs> it's all good though, man. I'm, I'm glad this team is doing yeah. well though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this, yeah, this is good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Getting that passed up so she can slide into being a national herself. So. Man, listen. I hope you get a birth certificate corrected. Yeah, I mean, I got it authenticated, but um, as far as the process, I'm going through and doing mine first, and then, uh, you know, just like how Jonah laid out, go ahead and do it first, see all the kinks in the road, and then, then go back and do it for Man, the family. Man, you might want to do hers at the same time. The reason why I say that is because you're her guardian. So, you you know, yeah. you're making changes at the same time. It's, it's a family thing. Ah, uh, okay. Plus, when you do your daughter, she can't do it for herself. You got to be the one to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Better for you to do it early. Yeah, no, you're right. You're definitely right with that. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. That, since she hadn't even used that social yet at this point because she's so young. Um, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, she didn't even use that social. What you do is, is, is you set up a trust. You get a trust EIN like you would do a car trust. And then start building credit on the EIN. You put the, the you, you gave it. What you do is you give it the same name as your daughter's name. Whatever yeah. your daughter's name is, you name the trust the same. Right. And I can just be trustee you on it. You build your credit up on that. Right. Gotcha. And you put it up under the 9-8 as well. Just like, okay. No, that, that makes sense. Okay. I got you. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm going to do that. I'm definitely do that. Alright, what's up? Alright, I'm gonna say peace, bro. Good from you. Alright, peace. Alright, well, right, let's go to uh, 336 and open for on Friday. What's going down? Peace to the God, Joey B. Why not? He got what all the gifts of Gavin. Let the church say amen. Yo, man. Man, let the church say amen. Yo, you doing it, Joey. I, I really love your format of your show, man. I, I be digging how you be flowing, man. You drop the music and all that, yo. That's Yeah, you got a you man, got a real talent. Man. You know, that's real talk. Man, you know I'm holding my nigga down today, man. You know, you know, I, I ain't been on Sunday about two weeks now. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm holding Jonah down yep. today, man. You know. You know how that goes. Word up. So Word up. You. Word up, man. Yo, I went to the site, man, and uh Man, the site is banging, man. Who came up with the marketing <laughs> concept of that, man? Hold up, hold up, man. I got to say this, man. It's Remedy King. <laughs> that says it all right there. I, man, I, listen, I can't even take the credit for that, man. My shorty did that. I can't take the credit for that. Oh, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. It's tight, though. That's it's, tight, it's bro. It's Oh, man. It said it says it, it, it really it really man summarizes the whole hindsight team, man. Y'all remedy kings. Word up. Hey, hey man. It's been a long time coming, right? 
Long time coming, man. Long time coming, man. I wish you the best, Joey. I really do, man. I want to I wanna see all y'all be so seriously successful in this whole work, man. It's, you know, y'all deserve it. Well, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day right about this, and I was like, you know, the interesting thing is that the more we do this, you know, the, the obviously, you know, make niggas become better at their craft, you know, and we, we help more people. But at the same time, a byproduct of that, right, is that is is that your life becomes better. You know, you make more money, you know, you, you have the freedom to do things, and so it's a byproduct, right? And so I was telling somebody, like, oh, even if, even if, nigga, I was sitting on $100 million, I would still do these shows because, like I said, nigga, I came from nothing. So I realized that, nigga, just because I pulled myself out of the barrel don't mean that the rest of our brothers and sisters have. Exactly, yo. I mean, I... They still need that help, man. They real, they really do. And you know, patient, wise, righteous teachers like like you and the hindsight team, man. It's it's incredible, man. I mean, really, I recognize it as your calling, yo. This is your calling, man. This is your life. This is this, and that's why it didn't really work for you. You know, you it's it's what you do. Well, you know, I've seen a lot of brothers give up on this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they start the information. Hey. And then they give up on it, and you know, life life just kind of get to them. Yeah, you know? yeah, it ain't they calling, man. They just got fascinated with the info, you know. <laughs> you know, and, and, but here's the thing, though. I, I was never in this shit for money. You in this information, right? Because you want to get money, right? You should you should be studying this shit because, like I just nah. said, money is a byproduct. Like, look at the people who. Who actually took the information and studied it and got and got bread. Matter of fact, the nigga a debt from Atlanta was one of the first people who I talked the credit shit to. He learned how to sue debt collectors. Nigga made like sixty grand and then got himself some clients. I'm like, great. I'm gonna take off the rose, bought the webinar from me, and you came to a seminar, you might have paid a thousand dollars for everything. But you made sixty Right, you know, he turned uh, he turned it into into a business, into his into his man, calling, man. man. You know, man, my dude, man, my, wow. my dude, top hat. He did his lawsuit. Tell you the information I gave him. He did a, a, a complaint for his suit. He won a million dollars. Y'all have touched so yeah, many man. lives, man. This, you got many testimonies like that, man. Many. You know, yeah. it, it's like you have to even, do a whole, you have to do a whole like, six I like shows testimonies, on. but I like testimonies, man. But people be thinking that, that you know, they be like, oh, well, did you hire that person to come on and do that? No, I ain't hire nobody. I'm, I'm too cheap to hire somebody to do that shit. So, shit got to speak for itself. Now, everybody who works no, with man, knows, with, I got a know. lot of people. I'm a little slow sometimes, nigga, but shit gets done. So... Nigga, and I, yeah. I, I was doing yeah. this shit by myself for a long time, man. So, you know, I got a little help now, so I stuff can get done a little easier, man. But I'm telling you, man, when you when you enjoy this information, it's like ride or die shit. Like you really got to get into this shit. You know, you, man, you, you can't give a fuck, man, your with your wife, thing, your mama, your daddy. You can't care. Exactly, bro. You can't give a fuck with nobody. Think it got to be, nigga. It's me and this information, and that's it. 
That's exactly right, man. I really think we need to stop trying to be personally famous with our family members over this process. Real talk, you know, just fall back. If they want to stay, play, let them you know stay there, man. I ain't argue with niggas. I, you know, I'm telling you what I did. I ain't argue with niggas. I ain't argue with my little sister when she didn't want to study the shit. I ain't argue with my moms or my pops. My pops is probably the one who understands the shit the best. And I, and I didn't have to argue with none of them, but I threw their ass on that injunction. Right, right. My pop, right. My so you benefited like, hey, them. Yeah, my pops be asking me. He's like, "Hey, can you uh, renew that injunction?" And I, uh, I just got some new tags and shit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen to daddy. Listen. <laughs> yeah, listen to daddy. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, he be asking me to do a form now. I'm like, yeah, man. So you know, it, it's good, man. I, you know, I, I respect the fact that after a while, people realize like, yo, these people are. You know, like the shit that we're teaching is real. You know, and people become they come around, and then they start studying for themselves. Right. That's all I ever really wanted people to do was go research and study for themselves. Because it's funny how when we study and look at the information for ourselves, we always get on the same page. Right. We, well, we man, I'm telling you, I've been rocking y'all. Right. Yeah, I spent over three years with y'all, man, and I'm still growing. I'm still learning, man. I'm still y'all. Y'all still. I mean, you dropped yeah, something heavy today. Bro. You me like too. yo. You was like, yo, I don't, I don't argue with my equal. I only argue with my equals. I don't, I don't argue with them that ain't my equal. I was like, I yo, that, yo, I got, I got to keep that you one know? right there. But that's real. But that's real. Well, right, man. When, when, listen, when Doctor Ben, and you can put that up on YouTube when he said that. You know what I mean? That was real, dog. And I've, I've always believed that. Like, you can't argue with people who don't understand what you don't understand. All you can do is try to get a little information, teach them a little bit. You know, guide them to where they can go find the information to do more studying. Right. Then at that point, right. they decide if they decide that they want to take the water, nigga, and drink the Kool-Aid, <laughs> they're going to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Cue the Kool-Aid word. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, all right, all right. So, I will say this, though. Because, you know, you're a pastor. Right. And I'll say this, though. I'll say this, because... You know, I, I grew up in church, right? And one of the things right. in church is that they teach you, right, is right. don't ask no questions. Oh yeah. Right? And, and, oh and yeah. I learned from a real. I mean, my grandmother from a real early age. She would answer my questions, and so I always tell people, man, don't be afraid to ask questions, because this is where you're gonna get your answers. Correct. Correct. Correct, man. I make it my business, you know, no matter what I'm saying. You know, step out to the side, man, and shake the people's head and be ready to answer questions. You know? Hell yes, answer man. Answer the question. The thing is, is man, you Might know, a lot something. of pastors that are Masons. Well, you know, a lot of pastors are Masons, right? And they and they, and they rock the Right? And right. so they got knowledge that right. a lot of them won't let, like, your boy Preflo Dollar. Do you, man, do you realize what they did over there when he bought that airplane? He convinced the congregation. What they do, man? He he convinced the congregation that he needed a plane. He said, "I need a, I we need a new jet for the congregation." They turned around and had all their members give them money. Then they then he took the money and bought a plane because he he said that it was a gift. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. 
now. If I was a member, I would have been asking some questions. How did he make that happen? How was this done? Mm-hmm. How was that done? Nigga, we, right. we got responsibility to ask yet? questions. <laughs> Man, come on. We got responsibility to ask questions. <laughs> Nigga, I, that's why I yes, fell sir. around and take niggas' questions. Because we got responsibility to answer. I don't know that's it. Exactly I right. I don't know it. Wow, I'm in that same Talk category. Me, man. I'm oh. What you got, man? Yeah, man. Um, two, two, probably a couple things I've been thinking around that injunction, man. Of course, I said it before, but I wanna wanna see what your thought is. You think we need to up that amount, man, so we can make sure they got skin in the game with this this injunction? I don't think it's enough money on it. <laughs> you don't think like, um, is enough money? You mean on the injunction? You talking about on your yeah, own? I'm still nine I'm, billion dollar lien. Right? Wow. Well, All right. Yo, I'm still with the that's what it is. Got like ten thousand on. No, it's supposed to be a nine billion dollar lien. You supposed to, I got I got a nine billion dollar lien, but that's according to your nine UCC. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So we ain't got to put no 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 extra on it like that. Cause you know some of them nope. still got the ten thousand dollars. I you know I'm gonna sue you for ten thousand dollars for violation of the injunction. Oh no, but no, no right. we gotta let them know I have, I have a lien on it, and then you're the one who sets that rate. Nine thousand dollars and up. Come out that rate. You set that rate. Right. You want if it's, if it's right. eighteen thousand and up with that rate. But let me just say this stuff. Unless you prepare right. to, to, to sue they ass, them just words. Correct. They just words. Correct. So what are we talking if we sue them? We talking the uh, uh, the court in our country, or are we talking about um, maybe maybe federal court to our advantage? No, uh, you. Well, who's violating your injunction? All right. All right. So, depends on who's depends on who's violating. You, you, are you crossing borders? With, with federal uh, officers are, are harassing you? I tell you straight up. No, we're talking about the sheriff. These niggas don't bother me. The sheriff. And even mm. on that level. Well, great. That's equity. That's an equity issue. That's equity wow. court. And you go, got to go read the rules about the sheriff. Normally, I, I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they bonded up to like $5 million or something like that. Each, each offense. A person can get up to a million dollars for for a sheriff right. not upholding his, his bond. Right, we got twenty thousand. You gotta go Carolina. read the rules of the county. Yeah, you gotta go read yeah. the rules of the county. All right, all right, all right. So, so one more thing. You going? I'm thinking of uh, taking that little nice little deed on the property and transferring that into the trust. What's your thoughts about that? Is it paid off? Yeah. We do it. All right. Uh, the process. I'm going to have to hit you in the private for that. Um, more than likely, because there's a lot for me to go over on the air. Show you how to deal over. It's not hard to do, though. I All got right. a brother right I'll now. I'll be hitting you in the um, private. In the Carolinas who just did that. 
Um, so I, I mean, it's not a problem. I'll show you how to do it. Bet. All right, then I yield the floor, God. Peace. Okay, peace, God. Everybody, let's go to, uh, well, y'all yeah, ain't here today. Let's go to 936-446. What's happening? Hey, peace, God. Hey, you sound, like, you sound like your phone is, uh, there we go. Hello? Yeah. A little, a little bit, there we go. Peace to the God. Peace, peace, God. This is Yahuda. What's going on, Yahuda? Yeah, yeah. I'm shit on this road, man. Shit, loving the show. I've been catching bits and pieces because, you know, I've been having to uh, uh, go back and forth and work. But uh, I'm loving this show, man. A lot of uh, information packed up in here, man. Yeah, that energy good today, man. Uh, the energy real good today. I can't hear you, God. You cutting out. I said the energy is real good today. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Look, I had a question. I, I wanted to uh, ask you because uh, I had this little, um, I had this, uh, I had got a ticket, man, um, uh, three months ago, I, man, and I, I forgot all about. I had this shit, right? And so they sent me a uh, ticket. No, a ticket, a ticket for uh, for uh, for no insurance. Okay, go ahead. A ticket. Yeah, a ticket for no insurance. But it's been over. It's been like three months uh, since I had got it. I forgot I had it. And uh, yeah, uh, last night I uh, went in my mailbox. They sent me a um, they, they sent me a letter uh, saying that the transfer phone. Man, you cut. Man, you cut now real bad, bro. Hey, bro, you cutting out real. Bro, you cutting out real bad. I'm cutting out real bad. Yeah, you was cutting out real bad. Can you hear me now? You said they sent you a letter. You said they sent you a letter and said what now? Yeah, uh, they had to send me a letter, and uh, uh, they said that uh, they, they turned the debt over to a third party debt collector. So I was just trying to figure out how should I respond to that. To that, uh, to that letter. Should I just fight the case in court? Just go on like the five point one chapter. I've never. I well, I, well. Here's the thing: is the court case still open? Uh, I and opened up, uh, opened up the file. So they showing that uh, it's showing it's just showing it's just in there. Yeah, no, nah, it's Cutting still Phone to phone, nigga. Cutting in and out. Yeah. Even up. Yeah, man, you got a bad connection, brother. Hello? You got a bad connection, bro. I'm going I'm to keep it moving because it's hard for me to hear you. All right, let's go to 478. Nine nine seven. Who did you call back in, brother? Four seven eight nine nine seven. Peace to the guys. Uh, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Doing pretty good, man. Hey, um, I got a little bit of a testimony. A little, you know, just stuff that y'all had been that y'all done had or told us how to do in the past, and now have to execute it. I uh, heard earlier you said that um, 
you know, just having a cell phone didn't do much for the estate, but I want to say, like, I did at least get a bill in it, right? So my phone mm-hmm. had shattered, and I needed, to, I needed to get a new phone, but I was like, damn, you know, like, I still, I think I had leased the phone or whatever, so I owed, like, another, like, 100 on it or whatnot. And so I was like, damn, what can I do? So I'm like, you know, I need to move, I need to get a get the bill out of the name of the straw anyway. So I'm like, you know, I got that estate EIN. So I'm like, okay, boom. Mm-hmm. So I hit the lady up on, on online though. So the, the, uh, to the little chat joint. So she started working on my stuff. Boom, boom, boom. So she get it all up. So she talked to me on the phone. She's like, she's like, uh, so she runs the credit on it. Right. So she's like, well, there's no credit history there. Um, what do you like? She was like, can you provide us like something that shows the address and stuff like that? So I was like, well, you know, I got this TP five seventy five from the IRS. So she asked me, with it, well, you, we don't usually accept this type of information. So me just, you know, I'm in my third year now of following you guys and being a student. So now I'm in that okay. phase where I, I'm not yeah, Like this is the moment where I start to actually implement everything. I start to doing everything that I've already known about now. So, uh, so I hit away. I was like. You're not, I mean, I was like, this comes from the IRS. If you're not going to trust the IRS, who you trust? She was like, well, you know what? You know, you're right. You're right. So, so she said, so I sent it to her, whatever. Boom. She she looks at it. She said, well, uh, it'll be a deposit. And she said, well, hold on. You've been with Sprint since 2014. We should be able to waive that. Boom. So they waived the deposit fee, opened up the account, and then I ended up going into the store because she had got off work, and I went into the store. And I got the I got the phone in the business name, so I got the uh, I got it in the state. I used the passport because I knew I should. I, you know, I know she's going there with the uh, driver's license or whatnot. So I went up the passport. She caught it. She, everything worked out smooth, man. Real like they was real chill about everything. Uh, it wasn't no smoke. They didn't ask me like, oh, you're doing something illegal or da da da. It just was. Wow, yeah, you see what you've done. Essentially, what you've done is you've established credit. But the thing is, they don't report unless you don't make payments on time. Unless you don't, excuse me, unless you default on that account, they don't report it monthly. There are actually some companies that you can go to um, who will take your monthly statement and report it on the credit for you, which is interesting. So, if you absolutely can't get credit um, from nobody else in that number. There's companies who you can go to that will report it. Just like, um, if you know if you rent an apartment, right? They don't they don't report that shit yeah. unless you default on the rent, right? So yeah. So your monthly rent, so your monthly rent every month, essentially don't get reported. But there's companies who will report it for you. You just gotta pay them a fee. They, they charge you like thirty, forty dollars a month, and then they'll report your rent for you every month as as being on. Oh, the- Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. so it's, yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of ways that you can build that credit up on that estate, and I mean, I personally think that's the best way to go, you know. And then, like, if you have a kid, yeah. you know, you and, so and, and we're going. And I know another thing. Like, usually when they do that, they just be like, "Okay, can you provide me a bill of woo woo?" But see, now I actually got something that I could provide. If, if in the event that they ask that question now, like, "Oh, I really do have something exactly. that's there." And I heard you earlier say, uh, and I just got my trustee, so now I can actually go in there with that declaration of trust with that estate EIN and get that account open. And then, you, like you said, put some money in the account and borrow against it with the, with the uh, secured credit card. And now I've established a credit line there, too. Yeah, that's how you do it. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That's and how you do that, it's, it's kind of that money back on time. 
That's just like when I went to, uh when I was in college playing ball and my coach was always like, you know, I love my third year players because now as a freshman I expect you to make freshman mistakes. Sophomore year I expect you to make a few mistakes here and there. But by the time you become a junior, you shouldn't be making freshman and sophomore mistakes. And I and now that's yeah, kinda cool. how I am now. Like now the fact that I'm in my third year of studying, I know and I know like this is really this year for me is detrimental because I know how pivotal it would be going into 2020 with everything that's coming in. So now I felt like, yeah, like, yo, I'm finally doing something extra outside of just the regular, you know, birth certificate and, and doing a non-UCC, but I'm actually starting to do commerce on a private side or, you know, well, I'm not actually connecting myself to a straw or anything. I haven't even social here. You know what I mean? So it just felt like it really felt good to you know, know like I'm trying to, I'm starting good, to meet the know, transition. It's a lifestyle. Man, it's a lifestyle right. change. And, and as you start to, yeah. as you start to adjust to it, you start to feel, oh, I can really operate like this. I really can. Yeah, it's like, like a burden. Like, yeah, it's like a burden off the yeah. chest a little bit. Like you just removing the latches off. You know what I mean? Like unlocking a few chains. Yeah. That's it, brother. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You're coming out of what they call yeah. involuntary services. Excuse me, voluntary services. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds good to be able to say, like, you want to up and up, and you can start seeing some of the things that either you listen or you're not. Now it's, it's the fact, like, it's fruition. Now. now you're putting it into application, and now you see the remedy. And now, and then just my dialogue to be as sharp as I was real quick. Like, oh, you ain't trusting the IRS, right. who you trusting? Just to, you, just to make you feel like, oh, well, damn. Yeah, yeah, you become the IRS. On your feet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. How old are you? Exactly. So, uh, I'm 26, bro. I'm being saved in the middle on, on Facebook. I was on, on your joint yesterday when I was coming in with the whole little thing. What you had going? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, man, they were so sweet, man. I, yeah, man, they, they were so sweet. I, I, yeah. You know, I hate that conversation because <laughs> I don't understand it. You know, that's a, that's an agenda, man. You you know, it, I, and I saw it on the news right. too. I was like, God damn! I was like, this is an agenda. They they want to put. Listen, I ain't got no problem with gay people. You want to be gay? That's your business, right? That's completely your right. business. Right. I actually have, have dated some females who like females. Great, I like women too. You know that. You know, but I, as long as what you do in the bedroom, that's your. That's only you. Right, but. Yeah, like, day, we don't like bring that to our children, bro, and put that in our children's face. Right. And I think that's a problem that's that most people, they, for us, that in this type of information, we don't necessarily look at ourselves. We look at the, we're looking directly at the youth. That's the first thing our mind really goes because those are going to be the ones that, that are coming up. They're going to be the ones that are changing the culture. As we're getting older, they're the young ones. So for me, that was the first thing I was like, well, in hindsight, this is going to affect children. Because if you're not, at, right now in history, it was a, uh, just having um, gender and nationality to, to identify who was an inventor, that's cool. But the sexual orientation to now have to incorporate that they're a certain type of way or a certain dish, that just now it just brings about more curiosity, and as children, they're they're more prone to ask more questions. And now, you know, one thing could lead to another. And you know, I had that discussion with my significant other. I was like, well, she was like, well, you know, that's kind of the same thing with the whole black white thing. I was like, no, not really, because you're talking about people that invented stuff, 
who doesn't get credit for the inventions that they make or even be, be mentioned about the things that they did. So, yeah, you're going to point out their nationality as because they were, it was not expressed. But that had nothing to do with the central well, organization. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said, bro. I was like, she brought up your boy, she, she brought up your boy Baldwin. <laughs> and right. I was like, listen, number one, everybody knew Baldwin was gay. All right, you can listen to the nigga talk. You knew, you knew what his special organization was. We didn't have to express that, right? But if we, if we say this time in history, this guy was an activist, poet, whatever. He was an African-American, Moor, whatever they want to call him, right? And they can say, okay, and he's part of this community, LGBT, whatever. But there is no, absolutely no reason that we should have a whole discussion in school on the history of people who did things in history, and by the way, they were LGBT, and that's that topic. We're going to discuss LGBT people in history. Yeah, or well, they were like, yeah, we're not going to people yeah. like that. Exactly. Like, but I, like exactly. I said, I, I don't have nothing against gay people. But why? Why is that a problem? Right. Nigga, they get Black History Month one month out the year, and niggas barely even. Give that any credence, okay? Because they, they they still bullshit us on our on our history for real, but then they want to mm-hmm. uh, give the whole year credence to uh, people who are um, you know homosexual. Now, yes. if you ask me, uh, gay rights replaced civil rights, and gay people became right. more important than so-called black people. Yeah, right. Because if you do anything to them, that's a hate crime. It's automatic felony. You do anything to us, you can get off, you can be acquitted, you can it's a whole bunch of things that can not happen to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh that's just like and I'm gonna just say this, I'm gonna give the floor. That's just like me being um like when I was a kid, like growing up back in like my teenage years and the whole Tyler Perry Medea thing, like initially at some point we psychologically really forgot that that really is a man in the dress. You know what I mean? Like we really are now we're yes, starting to look at him like he's really a woman, you know what I mean? And to, at the time, it didn't really hit or it never registered because I was I was probably nowhere near the thinking capacity I should have been at. To now see this and be like, yo, that that's 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 crazy because the older people at this time, when I was like thirteen to sixteen, they was already looking at it's like, yo, this some weirdo shit. But to me, I didn't see it like that, right? But now that I'm older, now I'm that twenty six year old guy. 24, 26. In that era, now I look back at that like, yo, that was I was really wild. Like I really was just into this shit. Like it was a whole woman, but that really wasn't it the whole time. Right. And it just like it's, I can just see how that soft it softens the eye to now it's a pleasing and it's cool and it's like, ah, it's all right. But really, in hindsight, no, it's really not. It's because just that just softening up the mind that way allows so much to get past. You know what I mean? I agree with you. You know, I, I, my whole thing about it, man, is I, I never agree with putting our children uh, at risk uh, mentally. And and people can say, well, mm-hmm. that's not what we're doing. But no, that is exactly what we're doing. Because like I told you, man, I grew up in a normal household, right? My parents wasn't together, but I had a mother and father, and that's what I saw. And I, and I had grandparents that were together, and I had great-grandparents that were together. I saw the natural structure of, of, of nature. You 
You know what I mean? The way that it was intended. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me, nigga, to, 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 to now believe that two men raising a boy together is normal. In no way is that normal. I'm sorry. That's not normal. Nah. You, you don't have to agree with that. That's fine. It's fine. Some people ain't going to agree with me. A couple people just hung up. I don't care. It, don't, it doesn't matter, man. If we're talking about natural law, like, like it's impossible for us to talk about this information without talking about natural law. And natural law yeah, but is what that's why I brought, brought up, up those all animals. That's why, I, that's why I brought up the animal situation. I was like, you don't, animals know to have to mate with offspring, with the, to mate with the opposite sex. You don't see two female dogs around this, you know what I mean, or two hold male on. animals. Hold on, but, hold they on. don't go that hold way. On, but there's a documentary. There's a documentary. <laughs> they go like that. Oh, oh, there's a documentary on on YouTube that shows this biology where he went in and he and, and he did I think they they did a study on the frogs right I believe it was and they were showing how the water was turning the frogs into hermaphrodites. Okay, this wow. nigga did a study on the frogs. It's on YouTube. Go look it up. It was a real fucking uh, uh a documentary. Like an hour and a half long, yep. and it was a black dude, and yep, he was a biologist, and, he, and yeah, and they were showing how the frogs was turning gay. He was, and, and they was insinuating, they was like, look, if it if you do this to the frogs at low doses, what you think it's doing to humans? Right. It's introducing exactly. uh, more estrogen, right, and shit into the water. I know people don't want to hear that. People think it's um conspiracy theory, but it's not. Man, go, all yeah. you gotta go do is look up the documentary. It's scientific fact yeah. that they putting shit That's in the water. But hey, but hey, but, but guess what? That ain't my business. Cause, cause I drink that a lot. Yeah. And like I said, yeah, 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 it's just that I I just see that as it it, it becoming a thing where reproduction is going to really slow down at an even more slow at a more rapid pace than it is now. I was already getting there, dog. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, well, we could just go adopt. But if you're not reproducing, there's no children to adopt. If you're not doing it the right way. So now you got to find it. Yeah. As men, it's so important for us to take care of of ourselves because we really are the ones. We we are the seed bringers. We bring the seed. We implant the seed. Our women have to stay healthy because it's on them to grow the seed. But if we're not with our women and we're not multiplying, this is my polygamy at one point in time, and our culture was so important. We understood we needed to keep multiplying. So it was the law. Do you know, bro, there are actually some countries right now where it's the law where a man has to have an issue lives to keep the right. creation uh-huh. of the nation going. Nation. That's nation building. So mm-hmm. the way I see it is, yo, if you're not with that, you're not with nation building, and I can't get with you because 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 how, how are we building our nation up if we're not procreating, if we're not attempting to procreate, if we're not trying to create as many babies as possible, okay? Your wife, she gets tired. She can't have no more babies in that womb. You want to keep having seed because you can physically do that? That's something you should be able to do. That's natural. But not everybody mm-hmm. will agree with that. But at one point in time, yeah. that was Muhammadan law. Go read the book. It's in the book, um, The Aboriginal Tribes of America. It tells you in there. You said the Aboriginal Tribes of America? The Aboriginal, 
Aboriginal Tribes of America. Okay. It's in the book. It tells you about how they practice Muhammad law all over this continent. And as part of that, a man can take as many wives as he can see. The purpose of it was so, was so that the, the nation could, could continue to procreate. Create more warriors, create more medicine men, create more shamans. This was, you know what I'm saying, create more people who would, who would run our government. These were the things that we was actually doing as a people when it was law. And then we started abusing this shit, right? Kind of like we do today. If you want to take more than one woman, be prepared to take care of both of them women. Yeah, yeah. Don't go and have a baby by two four women and then leave your baby for it. Some women for it. They just like, but can the man afford it? That's the only thing they look at. There are women out here that afford it, but you have to be responsible. And most 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 yeah. people are not responsible enough to take care of one child or one woman. Yeah. So they definitely right. not going to be able to take care of multiple women. I know niggas out here right yeah. now that's running the street. They got hella kids and three, four baby mamas, and they ain't taking care of none of them. Yeah, that's not I somebody mean, that we're going to help. That's not somebody. That's not somebody that I'm going to advocate for. Because what about the sisters that's out here that's raising them babies by themselves? See, we 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 can't we can't neglect that. Yeah, man. Real quick, real quick, um, switch topic real quick. I I gotta keep that question in there. Hey, if you already have been to a a nationality seminar, but you haven't been to, I guess one of the as the most recent where y'all have updated that information. If I got a consultation, what I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to make sure that you uh, choose the nationality link under the consultation. Okay. You can still get one, no problem. Okay, cool. Yeah. All, All right. right. Peace All right, God. Mm-hmm. All right, peace, God. Yep. Shit. We, we didn't really get the whole show. Let's put a 484-995. What's up? Peace to the God, Joey. Peace to the God. What's going on with you, man? Great show, man. Thank you, bro. You know, same shit, different toilet, as they say. Yeah, I hear that, man. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. It's all good, though. How are you, bro? Everything good? Everything is great, man. Everything is great. I'm just at the gym getting my workout, listening to the show, and, and a lot of these callers, man, like the caller last time, we talked about um, doing the procedures to get into the private because I just got my uh, spiritual Capital One card. So that's the testimony I got to do with that. Yeah, man. So now I'm just working on building that credit so, you know, I could uh, get my whip and do all that good stuff, man. Exactly. You know? And um, I want to work with that uh, that lawsuit with you. I I, I, uh, paid for the consultation last Friday. I know you've been busy all week. And you'll get to me when you get okay. a chance. Okay, I tell man. you what, I'm, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm catching up on everybody. I, but I got so many damn people right now, man. There's so much shit I gotta do for people. But I, I will, um, if you I tell you what, if you hit me in the private, like maybe send me a message after the show, then I can go ahead and schedule you in the calendar. All right, no doubt. I, I, I figured you was busy this week, man. I ain't gonna hound you for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I didn't know do you guys no are busy. for real, man. Over the weekend, bro. You know, with the New York. Yeah. Trip. 
Yeah, I, I, I booked it last Friday, and I totally forgot you were having that seminar, you know what I mean? But then I figured mm-hmm. you got to get to me when you get to me, you know what I mean? No, but it's all, it's all good, good, though, so I'm, I'm glad you said something. What I'll do, like I said, just give me a call after the show um, or text me, and then what I'll do is I'll put you in the calendar. But I got probably like you yeah. and about five other people I got to get to today. All right, no doubt. Um, What email should I text you at? Uh, email you at, I should com- say. No. Uh, make you know more, me make more commerce. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I got your number here too, though. So if I don't hear from you, I'll reach out. All right, no doubt, man. But everything is good, man. I can't wait till you guys come to Philly, man. I, I, I'm super excited, man. You know, I'm gonna uh, have yeah, my. Me too, uh, man. I'm gonna have my nationality uh, court hearing the following Wednesday, so I, I'm gonna go to that nationality. I'm gonna you know, suck up all the energy you guys are bringing. So when I go to my court date, I'm going to lay it down. So there ain't no wiggle room. Oh, this judge can't do nothing, man. Just give me my nationality and let me be my Aboriginal more. And I'm good. Then on to the next thing. Exactly. Which is a passport, you know, getting the birth certificate, the new birth certificate well, and the passport. Yo, I'll be telling cats, yo, you know, cats be asking me, they're like, yo, how? I do it still, yo, you know what I mean? Like, what's it like? And I'm like, yo, keep it real. Ain't nothing, ain't much change. Ain't nothing change, really, except for, like, you know, the shit like my credit, you know, and, you know, uh, I've, I've noticed, you know, I've been treated a little differently, you know, like at the bank and some of my commerce has changed. But to keep it 100, like, what really brings on the change is your mindset once it happens. Because then it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, they don't really want people to know that you're a national. They really don't. Yeah. So when when, it, when that happens, it it really is on you to have your conduct correct. You I really ain't even, like, 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 let, let me tell you how really this really a nigga ain't even supposed to be flying um in public airports going through TSA. You ain't supposed to be doing all that. You really supposed to be flying private. Okay. I know that sounds crazy to some people, but that's the truth. You're supposed, so, like, you're supposed to be doing everything privately. So when you go to the airport and, and, and you show your national passport, do you go into it with the regular people, or do they? Is there is there a section that you that, you know that you go in? Well, one time I went to the regular line uh, when I was coming when I was coming back from New York. They actually had put me in the. Um, in the um, the executive line, um, mm-hmm. so I don't, you know, I, I never really know what, you know, like I'm, I'm gonna tell you the truth. The real only way to really tell how they how they reacted that passport is to go out of the country and come back home. That's how you're gonna tell. Okay. Because then you because then you gotta come back to customs and immigration, and that's when they wanna ask you questions. They're gonna be looking on the computer, and all your information is on the computer. Mm-hmm. Under yeah. Under the chip that's in the passport. Yeah, yeah. That's when it'll be surreal. Then that, that's when you'll get that aha moment and feel the impact of what we've done. You know what I mean? Perhaps, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I got an aha moment because, see, I, see I, I knew that it was done because they sent me a letter. I won't disclose everything mm-hmm. that was in the letter, but they sent me a letter, you know, and they just let me know, yeah, you know, we agree with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? We've 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 corrected 
what needs to be corrected to agree with you. Mm-hmm. Well, I got some in. So many words that was unsigned, by the way. Yes, yes. Anonymous. Being free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paperwork saying that you're free and you have original and you ain't got to, you know, deal with none of the bullshit out here. You know what I mean? If they ever step yeah, to you. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, man. You know, and, the, the thing is, man, I'm just following what my ancestors have ordained for for me to do and for all of us to do who's on this path. Absolutely, man. We we, we got to take it back to our ancestors because... They left the path for us, you know what I mean? They suffered for us, you know what I mean? They they, they got hung, murdered, and raped, you know what I mean? And it's up to us to, to go back to that, you know what I mean? And, and, and make shit right, you know what I mean? Because they, they didn't die in vain, you know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, we, we absorbed this information and, and, and taking it to the next level because of them, you know? Exactly. That's exactly. how I feel, yeah, exactly. you know? I know how I know what they did in Puerto Rico to our people. You know what I mean? When they came, they still doing that shit to our people. You know? Man, but, they still doing it down there. Yo, the, that hurricane and all that shit down there that happened wasn't no coincidence. Yeah, they destroyed yeah, that island on purpose. Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely, because they knew half them people didn't have insurance in their property, and they would have to migrate up north. You know what I'm saying? And leave that shit exactly abandoned right. down there. You know what I mean, it's so, exactly right. And they come through and take the land to uh, eminent domain, you know. And, and that's why I'm so I'm so passionate about this nationality thing, because you know I plan to go back to the island and and, and acquire property the right way. You know what I mean? To my mom's name, so we can have that shit in our dominion. Can't nobody ever touch it. You know what I mean? And, and migrate my exactly. people right back to where we came from. You know, that's too damn cold up right. in this motherfucking North America, yo. Man, you ain't lying, you bro. <laughs> you ain't lying. The hell in North America is cold as a motherfucker. <laughs> hell yeah, bro. I'm ready for that 80 degree weather year round. You know, eating mangoes and what? coconut. You, you know, I read something recently that said that the poles have just started to switch over. You know, um, so it's funny because they say north, north will be south and south will be north. Well, well really, that's south how it was in the beginning. Anyway. Yeah, it was. You know, absolutely it was. And, you know, when the Great War happened, right, and they shot a hole in the planet, everything changed. Everything Yeah, the planet, all over the planet, it was the same temperature all year round. It's like it is, like if you go down into the caves in Missouri, it's about 70 degrees right now in the caves. Well, up here it's about 15 Mm -hmm. on the surface. So, it was yeah. the same temperature all around the whole planet. When they knocked the planet off its axis through the war, the planet started to wobble. 90 degree angle. Mm-hmm. That's now why it's on wobbles. the tilt right now. Right? That's now why it's on the tilt right now. That's right. That's right. Now, now, check this out. Before the planet got knocked off its axis and it began to wobble, we were saying. People We're living in chop didn't pe- people didn't get sick. We were living there was in, no in, in, in paradise, right? Yeah, bro. And, 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 and this, this ain't fairy tale. This these are facts. Yeah, these yeah, are facts. Yeah, so look this shit up too. Yeah, this motherfucker is wobbling right now at a ninety degree angle. 
compared to how it used to sit when it it spins on its axis. It, it spins off its axis now. Mm-hmm. And the planet's upside down too, correct? You know what I mean? Come on, man. Everything's it, fucked they up gotta, right now. They got us looking at the planet the wrong way. You saying? We upside down. Exactly. Crazy. Exactly. I gotta, I gotta go look at the old map. That's absolutely mm-hmm. right. We are, we are upside down. Yeah, we're not even looking at it directly. They do that nah, to the Well, yeah, man. Well, 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 like you guys say, they did a puppy remix on everything in the planet. You know what I mean? So we would ah, know the knowledge of it. Didn't they? <laughs> they definitely did the puppy remix. Mhm. You know, and, and it's up to the enlightened ones to to really recognize the truth and, and, and see it for what it is and, and and go on it. You know what I mean? Because like the caller earlier said, man, a lot of these people you can't argue with these people, no. man. I'm not arguing with people that don't don't think like me. It ain't worth it. Not at all. No, I agree with these you. people out. So these people out here, they just gonna keep thinking the way they do. You know what I mean? Living life the way they do, and that's why I'm glad you guys came along and, and taught me a different way of life. You know what I mean? A different way to live, a way, different way to do commerce, man. And I thank you guys, man. Uh, I really do. You know, I appreciate everybody that that took the time to to do their own studies, man. Because that's really where it matters. You know, Absolutely. when you see the thing in your own life, you like, yeah, okay. I get with this because I understand it really is about, mm-hmm. you know, I can teach all that long, bro, but the, the lessons are nothing if you don't apply it. Absolutely. You got to study. You got to study, man. You got to study bad. You got to study the good, and then you got to differentiate them. You know what I mean? Yep. You make the choice. Yep. And people ain't doing that because niggas don't read. Niggas don't What's read. Yours? They want to watch YouTube. Or, or do audio books are good. Like if you're working out or, or you're actually doing something that you really can't focus yeah, and read. I, but. I listen to audio books, man. I, you know, it's hard for me to get to a joint. You know what I'm saying? But I mm-hmm. listen to audio books. I, I prefer to read, though. I'm kind of old. Yeah, I like prefer that. to I like read too, as well. But you know, if I'm working out, I, I'm going to listen to an audio book or something like that because it makes it that much easier. Or travel. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm at the crib. Exactly. I'm going to get into the books because you got to read it with your own eyes to, to see it, absorb it, and and, and, and put a grasp on it. That's my that's right. understanding exactly. of it. That's how I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's mine too. You guys. I mean, anytime you're reading a book, man, you know, a, a book is more, it's, it's, it's more, um, you know, when you're hands-on, you know, with a book, you know, I mean, now, I ain't one of the people who use a book as a placeholder, though. So if I'm going to read a book, I'm going to read a book and put it away. So, you mm-hmm. know, when you have a book, it's a lot easier sometimes to grasp the information. I don't know why, you know, but. It's, like, I, I it's your school, imagination. Man, like, yeah, but. Your imagination that you think. And shit. You know, I mean, I don't know if you remember that. In school, you had to go look through encyclopedia. I remember that. We used to have lessons. They used to make us go read out of the encyclopedia. And there's all types of shit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All types of shit in yeah. there. The, 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 what they call it? The, the source. Mm-hmm. Reading is really fundamental, man. It really puts yeah, us in a man. different perspective. That's why, you know, go get to a law dictionary, a black law dictionary. 
That shit right there will change your vocabulary, your vernacular. Because then you'll start oh, yeah. like, oh, shit. They got double entendres for this shit. That's one of the first books I downloaded, man, when I first started listening to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I needed to know what the words meant and what everything meant, you know, because the regular dictionary ain't telling you. Especially if it's a Webster dictionary, that's their interpretation. It's they not don't really want to put... It's not telling you. You got to go read the old Webster dictionary just to get old, the real definitions before they start changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the new ones that... The new ones ain't giving us what we want. You know what I mean? It's giving them just a, a, a quick brush over what it is. They ain't really telling you the depths of, in, of what the word means. And, and you guys taught us that. You guys taught us how to uh, look up words. But I've been taught that since I was a kid. But it was more reiterated when I started studying with you brothers. You know what I mean? Like, you really got to know what these words mean and, uh, and comprehend them, you know? It takes me about three or four times before I, I, I understand it sometimes, you know what I mean? Because we've been taught the wrong way, so i got to read something like three or four times and then be like, okay, now i got it, you know what I mean? Cause, uh, yeah, exactly. That's just how I operate, you know what I mean? I don't know mm-hmm. about anybody else, but that's how I have to do you know, get a real understanding, overstanding of it. Yeah, Joey, man, great show, man. I appreciate talking appreciate to you guys, it, man. You know, no, Joey, lucky to have it's you on good, on a Friday, man. Oh, yeah, yeah man, it's all good. Meet you know, up I with you guys. I got to come in and hold it down, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I knew Definitely, man. Look forward to seeing you in Philly, brother. Absolutely, brother. And I'm going to bring my court order, man, so I can show testimony of what my process is to whoever else is going to be there so they can see it, it can be done in PA. So we the first state, yes. we the original state. What? You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Everything That's right. was born yeah, here out, in Philadelphia. Because you know the thing about Philly is we haven't been to Philly. So, you know, Philly's going to be one of them states where, you know, hopefully we get a lot of more that come out to understand this information because we're going to bring you. I'm, I'm, man, I'm excited. Yeah. And we're going to open you, welcome you with open arms here in Philly, man, because, you know, we're the city of brotherly love, man. And, and you're going to bring that information and to have a good turnout and a great seminar, man. Can't wait to be there and see you guys, too. Be part of it. No doubt. Thank you, God. Appreciate you. All right, now. You have a good weekend, brother. And I'll talk to you okay, soon. You too, I'll hit you an email. Okay. All right, no doubt. Peace. Peace, God. All right, all right, all right. Man, I ain't going to lie. There's so many people on the line today. Yeah, a lot of people drop out because I couldn't get to them in time. But let's go to a couple more. Try to get to 804-836. Peace. Peace to the God, Joey Pounce, Hell Day. Salute My to man, you, what's happening? With you, Shit, all is well. Oh. I can't complain. Shit, man, I just want to salute Hindsight family. Salute you. Um... I read things that lead to my, my job because I filed taxes. Yeah. I work for um, a, five, a Fortune 500 company. 
So my employer sent me the letter and they sent. I wrote the IRS, pretty much used the um, same information in the petition for correction of race and nationality to certify a copy of the, the um, Georgia um, Bill of Rights, send them the affidavit denial of U.S. citizenship. Been like a month. Paychecks are still taxes them. So mm. I appreciate y'all for that one. No doubt. Cause, you know, like at this point, you know, y'all gave us so many, so many tools that we're able to stand up on our feet on our own. We know what to do. So appreciate you for that. That's what's up. I had bro. a scenario to so run. You work for a Fortune 500, huh? Yeah. Tax I, mean, I mean, yeah, well, you know, I filed taxes them. So. The, um, I, f- I forget to hold it, the letter name, the name of the letter, but the IRS was trying to lock me in in, in um, a certain position as far as how much I'm claiming. Uh, I know they was exactly. That's good. I'm glad yeah, you so, out for me, bro. Oh yeah, it was beautiful, man. You know, just appreciate the hindsight family for that. You know what I mean? No so, doubt. I, you know, I'm no really proficient at defending myself out here. <laughs> Yeah, you know, no, that's good. I, I would imagine if you work for a Fortune 500, you know, you know that's that's a whole you got to have a whole different level of thinking to even work for this type of company. So exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, had a um, quick question as far as um, correcting my race and nationality. As I was born outside the United States of America, to um, parents that were allegedly U.S. citizens. So I really don't have a state, as you know. The, um, my consular record of birth abroad is held in D.C. Um, my uh-huh. bloodline is in Virginia. My bloodline is in Virginia, but I'm in Georgia, and well, I'm more prepared in Georgia it, as far as <laughs> Yeah, do it based on the state that you live in. Word, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, that's You'll good. Be a native that's uh, Georgia, native Georgia right. national. Right. America's Aboriginal. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's beautiful because I have all the supporting documents for Georgia already. I would have to re up with Virginia, you know what I mean? Okay. But that's what's good, family. That's all I that's all I wanted. I know you got a lot of calls. That's good. I, just, I really appreciate you. Man, it's going to be people on. <laughs> that's beautiful. But salute, Joy, man. Can't put the words how much I appreciate you, man. Keep up the good I mean, work, the great you, work. Bro. Definitely. Ancestors are smiling on you. Peace to the God. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Peace. That's what's something I always like to hear uh, brothers is keeping them, man, them, them people off of them. 813-431. Peace to the gods. Peace, peace to the gods, Joey. What's going down? What's going down, man? Just chilling, man, down here in the sunny Florida. Yeah. yeah. I got a... Um, man, I'm having problems with establishing my estate number, man. I don't... I don't I can't figure that thing that y'all had said. Dude, you said you can't I, do what? I'm having a problem establishing my estate number. Okay. Give credit for it. Okay. Well, keep um, are you are you having problems getting credit with it? So what? what you need to do, like I said, is you, uh, you got a couple of options. You know, you either apply for that Capital One card, which I know how they do. They try to ask you for a Social Security card. All right, so if, if you need to do that, you might need money to holler at our king. He can direct you in some places to go for that. Um, you can always get that CP575 that came with the with the number. 
Okay. Um, or go to a bank and open up a bank account. Use that that that, that actual number as a, as the guarantor. That that uh, number belongs to you. So I, I could use my regular ID with that. I have to get a private ID. You can use your regular ID with that. And open up a bank account with that number. Yep. I would. What I would okay. do is open up like a business account, and then use that estate number as a. Uh, as a guarantor, you don't. You're not supposed to say that it's an estate number. You know, it's listen. The estate number comes from the social, so you could just you could just give them the number. They ask you for a social, you just put it down. Yeah. Yeah. So I could just use my DBA go over to the business account with that and use the estate number as a guarantor. That's right, God. Okay. Right. You know, well, one of the you know one of the rules of uh, power. You never say less, you know, always say less than necessary. So Definitely. remember that when you when you're going into uh these these establishments. Definitely. Okay, another quick one. Um I know I need to put my car in the trust. I I'm, I'm I'm working on that. I'm I'm trying to get to that. But in the meantime, can I go can I go um record my title as the owner down to the uh, registrar's office? So, do you own the car? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, what you, what I do, put it in the trust. Hold on. Sorry, that was our show mark. Uh, you got to put it in the trust, man, and then you can go down there and, and, and you can register it into the county and all of that. But you definitely need to put it into a trust, and then when you go to the DMV, you can register it under your trust. Uh. Okay, him, him you, need, trust, you need to get that car trust webinar. I got it. I got the whole package from you. I got it. I just, okay, good. Him other question. Come, come, my wife is straw man. Be my trustee, and you she know, can. she can. Yes, yeah, she can. And then she operates yes, the private, can. and then operating the private on yeah. the others. You know, she okay. can be if okay. she's willing. To, she's willing to take that that risk. Remember, a trustee can be fired. A trustee can also be held liable for things. You have to be very careful about, you know, what position you put your trustee into when we're talking about trust. And then you need to have a trust protector in place, somebody that looks over that trustee to make sure that trustee don't go rogue, take all your money and run away with your assets or something, you see? No, I, I, I was, yeah. it was just Because if you got, just, you got a hundred million dollars in your bank account, say even for the car trust, though, I mean, so you're going to register the car trust under her name? Yeah. So what you do is, is you have her going there as a trustee, and as a trustee for the trust, you'll register the cars, right? And because you're a beneficiary, you get to drive them. All right. And under your trust, okay. that's how you do it. All right, Joe. All right, man. I appreciate it. Man. I have more questions, but I know it's you over time. I appreciate you staying over time and giving us this for. Oh, this? Yeah, it's not a problem, bro. It's all good. All right, man. Peace to the God. All right, man. Peace, man. All right. Appreciate you calling. Yes, sir. We'll go to another caller. We're going to go to uh, 503-890. Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Hey, Joey, a question um, about the car trust. That declaration in the car trust, can you use the same declaration for the uh, 9-8 trust? Is they, they the same? You can. It, it needs to be tailored a little differently, though. 
you know, when you're doing a when you're doing a, a declaration of trust, period. So it'll be you know you tailor them for different things. So that it's so that it's foreign, that it's foreign, correct? Excuse me. Say it again. So it, it's, you're saying so it needs to be tailored differently to show that it's it's foreign. Yeah, exactly. It needs to, you know, it needs to, okay. it needs okay. to resemble the declaration of a foreign trust, you know, in particular to what type of trust it is. Like, so you're doing the car trust. That car trust could be, uh, it, it could be a, a domestic car trust, right? It might not be mm-hmm. foreign. So you, yeah, I would do it based off of what type of trust it is that you're setting up. Okay, and they're both uh, basically common law uh, Massachusetts land trust, correct? That's exactly what they are. When you, yep. So, I'm sorry, so, I didn't hear so, that. Take. So, yeah, that's that's what they are. So, like, what state are you in? Okay. I'm in Oregon. What state are you in? You're in Oregon. Wow, we got black people in Oregon. Oregon. It's, it's black Barely, but we here. <laughs> Hey, M and they say we here. <laughs> I, I flew up to Oregon. That's funny. I, I asked the girl in Oregon there too. I said, Y'all got black people up here? That's funny. All right, so um the whole thing is is like I'm not quite sure how they how they trust run, but I'm pretty sure you can set up a Massachusetts trust up there. Especially because I think well, weed is legal up there now, so I'm pretty sure a lot of those dispensaries are set up like that. Um mm-hmm. be, because of how the laws are. So what you do is, um, you know, you set you up a, uh, a Massachusetts trust under the common law, um, you know, and, and it's like you can use that as a vehicle to um, to put anything under it. You know, you can put your cars under it, you can put your businesses under it, do all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'll look into that and go with that. I want to hold you up. Thank you very much, Joey, and peace to the God. Okay, bro. What's good with you, my man? I just got the question. Things good, buddy. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the question, uh, I, I messed up, Joey. When I did the 9-8, right, I did right. it at the, uh, the address I met, you feel me? And I'm trying to change it, you feel me? Like, can I change it or is mean, it too late? What, do you I mean you, to do another? what you mean you did it at the address you at? <laughs> the address I live. So they got my straw man and my nine eight going to the same spot. So So? What's the problem with that? Uh, it ain't nothing wrong I don't with really it. See that as a, I don't I don't particularly see that as a problem. As long as you gave them because the, they gave you a I don't know, but hear me out. They gave you a nine eight number, yeah. right? They wouldn't yeah. have gave you that number. They wouldn't have gave you that number. If if you if you had a total that that trust was established outside the United States, they wouldn't have issued that number to you. You understand? So what you did was you gave yeah. them an in care of address. Oh yeah, that's right, right. I did. That's like a satellite and address. Then, uh, right? That's not an issue. Okay, okay. And um, 
You know when it talks about you got a uh, file of IRS slip on it? I don't know. Do you have to do yeah, that? Do no, you know, that's voluntary. Okay. And then, uh, you know, when you put the spiritual name on there, I didn't put my middle name or nothing like that. I just put the last name, the spiritual, whatever. You know what I mean? That ain't no problem either. No problem either. Okay, okay. And we A1 then. Sound like you A1 to me. We A1 then, bro. Yeah. Yeah. My man. So we all right. Thank you, man. Okay, God. Peace. Peace. All right, man. Y'all know I would stay on and keep going with y'all, but it's Friday and I got a lot of other business I got to do. Um, I appreciate y'all listening. Remember, we're going to be in Philadelphia. Okay, February the 23rd, you got to make more commerce.com. Get your tickets over there. All right? Straight up. I look forward to doing more commerce with y'all. It's a good year, man. We're doing a lot of good commerce this year. If we got business, make sure you catch up with me. You can text me or send me an email, and I'll get with you. All right? I ask for y'all patience. I appreciate it. All right? Uh, keep studying, man. A lot of y'all got y'all processes going. We met a lot of good people in New York that's, that's doing their studying. You know, I want y'all to keep doing that, man, because that's how you're going to get your remedy straight up, you know. So uh, with that being said, yo, it's Friday. We up out of here. Have a great weekend. Say peace to the gods. Make sure you go to JonahBay.com. All right? My man wasn't on today, but go to JonahBay.com. Get some remedy over there with my man. But IKemail.com. Also, um... Visit our set. I think it's our set, Miriam Tune in every Friday to Open Forum Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on Evolution Radio. Yeah. And so make sure that you go to uh, our set, Miriam Ali, too. I was, I'm sorry, I pushed the button too early. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say peace, y'all. I'm up out of here. Makemorecommerce.com. I'll see y'all on Sunday. Peace. When I was reading to prepare for this interview, I was quite surprised to see you use the word Aborigines talking about African Americans. You know, I've dealt with that issue. Um, uh, I've already you know, talked publicly about that. And my purpose here today is to say that I'm very sorry, and I apologize to anyone whose feelings were hurt by my comment. I've made very, very clear I don't know where that comment comes from. Well, from your subconscious. Well, I, I guess. I mean, it's not even a normal thing anyone would say, even if you meant something in a negative fashion. I don't know if you would pull that out. But for me personally, you can't just uh, close down camp and stop trying to do the things that you think are right. Uh, just because somebody, you may, you may give them an unfortunate bit of ammunition, you still got to continue to fight on and, and do what's best for the state in the long run. And but frankly, it's going to give me the opportunity to you know, talk about things that I may never have been able to talk about before. You mean the bill? Or the bill, or talk about uh, you know uh, race relations issues, things like that. I mean, I have a freedom that a lot of people don't have because of that. Because you use the word aboriginal. Because I've been through the fire, and I can I can talk to people, I can relate to people, I can let them know what kind of person I am, and we can talk about things that sometimes have been you know a little bit taboo. So because it allowed you to reach audiences you might not otherwise have reached, do you not regret saying it? I think it gives me some opportunities. I went and spoke to a group in uh, the city of Birmingham. It was a uh, city councilwoman's uh, community meeting. 
probably 95% African American, and because of, you know, things that I regret, uh, offhand remark I should not have made. Using the word aboriginal. Right, offhand remark I should not have made. Which you don't want to say. Yeah, I know better. <laughs> the, um, uh, but what it allowed me to do, they actually listened to what I said, probably more than they would have anybody else, because they want to see, you know, this is that guy, this is that person. And we discussed immigration, we discussed uh, policy that deals with uh, the county locally, and there was the ability to actually get across some things that may have surprised them, that they you know, realized, okay, I, this guy's making some good sense on some issues. I don't know if I would ever have had that door even opened if some of those things had not happened. So it really has worked as a positive in a surprising way to me to allow me to, to interact with people. Your other incendiary quote was, empty the clip, the gun clip, juxtaposed with immigration, so people right. think that's what you meant. So how do you explain that? Well, it definitely had nothing to do with, with violence against anyone. It was totally taken out of context. The purpose of it was I was telling an audience that we needed to exhaust all efforts to try to deal with a number of issues. But by the time it got through two or three newspaper filters, it was all over the country that I had advocated violence against immigrants. Nothing is farther from the truth. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Tune in every Friday to Open Forum Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on the new Evolution Radio Network.